All right, everybody, we are live. Welcome, everybody, to Film Heat Live. I am Jeremy. Tonight, we're doing girl power. But it's not just me. Who do we got? We got Justin over here. Hello. We got Eric. What's up, y'all? And last but not least, we've got Argo. Hello. Our esteemed movie panelists. And Film Heat is a show where we take movies of a of a certain genre or thread or otherwise loosely connected theme, and we crunch them together in a film bracket, pin them together head-to-head until we've got one ultimate winner, the ultimate movie. And tonight, we're doing a little something for the ladies. (laughs) Tip my toe to the jacuzzi, baby. I mean, it's for everybody, but it's slightly different. Like, I, I'll admit, we we like we do the movies that we like, and yeah. you know, it's just a lot of boy shit. So and I we mean, are four yeah. white men, yeah. yeah. So we we try to not just do movies for four white men. You know, sometimes, every now and again, we can like yeah. to consider ourselves cultured people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who run the world? Nah, that's that's true. So that's true. So, so. that is true. So tonight we're doing. Uh, we tried to pick some comedy movies that are not romantic comedies. Although, man, let me tell you, it's it's hard. It's hard out there. Right. I got, Hollywood feels like they can't make uh, a movie starring women unless there's a a male love interest involved so we had to we had to really pick through them a couple and, squeezed in but that's okay yeah you know, some of them we were out. watching we were like oh my god this is this is a fucking rom-com fucking, get these men out of here get these men get out out of uh, here uh, uh, not what we want not we what we're after take your irish dick out of here you weirdo <laughs> him? him i don't want him don't want get back him. in the basement <laughs> Where you belong, <laughs> you IT bastard. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's on that show. <laughs> know, well, hey, that's our first matchup, actually. Yeah, you, it you, is. You want to read out all, all the movies? or? Yeah, let's take a look at the movies that we're going to be covering today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stick a pause on the music. There we go. All right. We're going to be looking at Bridesmaids, Spice World, Ocean's 8, Mean Girls, Ghost World, and Death Becomes Her. If you notice, we got a kind of a short list this week, and that's because we do. Very astute. We are trying out a more compact list this week. We um, we usually do 10 movies per night, um, and that usually runs us about four hours of show, which might be a little long for you know one person to want to hang out through the entirety of so we figured we'd give it a shot see how six feels for us <laughs> so <laughs> feels good feels good on the whole so he's gonna try a sixer. 
<laughs> we would have probably reduced it to six no matter what the list was. By oh, the way. yeah. We're, we didn't make it a short list because we're doing girl movies, by the way. Good, good, good catch, Argo. Because yeah, there's no, th 20 movies sitting right here. Yes. Ready yeah. to go. So yeah. there will be Two more girl lists. Lists. Of 10. But for the interest of production, quality, listenability, we, we're just trying out a little shorter. Got nothing to do with our, our list this week. You know, we realize y'all out there have lives. And so do we. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's take a look at our first heat. Oh, let me uh, start the tournament every time. Heat number one. We're looking at Bridesmaids versus Spice World. These are two different eras, man. So... <laughs> Yep. Let's start with Bridesmaids. Let's take a look at this trailer. See see what we're working with. Boy. So yeah. That movie was a juggernaut when it came out. Bridesmaids, like, kind of uh Is this a Paul Feig movie? Is this one of his? It is. It's directed by Paul Feig, produced by... um. What's his name? This, 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 this movie it's feels on... very SNL. The tip of my tongue, uh, knocked up guy. Um, oh, gold, Evan, whatever, Evan. Maybe. Um, uh, I don't, I don't even know. What's his name? His Everybody name knows like, his name. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm blanking. Uh, Paul Fee dressed it. Christian Rig Wig is a writer, and Annie Mamalo. What's the guy oh. from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin? He directed he, Apatow. Uh, Judd Judd Apatow. Thank you. That's uh, the damn name. I'm trying to. Did he produced this. Yeah, he produced it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was a juggernaut when it came out, and everybody loved this movie, and everybody was singing its praises for a long time. And this movie feels a lot more recent than it actually is. I think this is a 2011 movie. It's 11 years old. Yeah. Eleven years old. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't hate this movie as much as uh, some of you guys seem to. I was looking at the chat. I was like, "All right, let me put this stinker turd on of bridesmaids, <laughs> right?" And I know I had fond memories of it too. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just fine. I I kind of like the female perspective on. Uh, I mean, it's not this movie's not that gross-out comedy, but it's a little bit in there, a little bit crude comedy, a little bit. So I yeah. kind of like the female version and protagonist of that. And like, there's some, even though this is a kind of a comedy, lighthearted movie, there's some pretty like kind of real heavy themes they touch on. As like almost every one of her insecurities gets pulled on. Like she has her best friend, right? Mm -hmm. But her best friend has new friends now and is marrying this new guy, right? And they have all these, they're wealthy, they have means, and she can't yeah. even hang at all with that. Everybody has that insecurity of, like, I can't compete with this competition. Like, yeah, it's overwhelming, right? So everybody, like, everybody has that. So I enjoyed that part of it, and, uh, you know, like, I don't know, it feels like uh, cinema usually focuses on, like, the men's side of that, you know? So this I, is, I thought it was... It feels like a, like a coming-of-age movie, for 30 year olds sort of 
you know it's got a lot of those themes tackling those themes like like you've been kind of through your 20s like um before the movie even opens she had she had owned a bakery which was her like dream her goal and she opened it with her boyfriend fiance love interest person who's not in the movie it still happens before the movie and that goes south she loses she's lost her fiance she's lost her business and all the capital that she invested into it so she's feeling like a failure and she feels like that's her lot in life now is just to be a failure and yeah in comes the new best friend of her childhood best friend with all this money and success and she's just paying for everything and given this opulent wedding party etc mm-hmm. she's got to hang with that having yeah, been fr- a failure quote unquote yeah her best friend is marrying into this new world of money yeah apparently yeah, which which the the uh, the groom is played by uh, Tim Heidecker. Tim Heidecker, which I, thought, I forgot about. Which I that. thought was like pretty good casting because he's just a funny face. He has zero lines in the movie. He's so just really kind of there. One scene at the end, the wedding itself, and that's as it. like a goofy looking motherfucker. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's, 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 of times. it's a few times, and it? I wondered through the, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, is he gonna do something funny? No, the fuck he does not. No, he's, no, because it's not that movie. It's not no. for. It's not, not for him for to him. shine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I thought it was just funny that he was there, and the thought of uh, uh, someone like Maya Rudolph being someone that looks like him, yeah. kind of funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I got to chuckle out of it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. That makes me like, yeah, go ugly boys. Where, yeah. where, where we at? <laughs> Four more for us. Boys. That's right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that was uh, good casting, that little tiny bit there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, this movie kind of spoke to me because um, this movie is about our main character, Kristen Wiig, and her behavior and how she is responding, reacting to all these emotions that she's feeling, which are totally understandable. Start to finish, how she's feeling is completely understandable, but her behavior is what gets her into trouble. She starts responding and reacting to everything. And kind of angrily, which is understandable. And you as the audience, you understand why she's feeling this way. But you kind of get to see how her poor reactions to to these feelings create a self-exacerbating problem. You know, her problems get worse and start to snowball. Her life starts to fall apart. And, um... Yeah, so you're right. That's kind of the message of the story. Is like kind of like you can't control all this other stuff, but you know she could control how yeah. she acted, and she could you have know. embraced it and exactly. maybe tried to make friends with these new people. You can't control but, the uh, hand you're dealt. You can only control how you play your hand. Is is mm-hmm, kind of exactly. the point of the movie, which is a good point of the movie. That's something I know I learned kind of the hard way through my twenties. So going back and watching this movie now with my twenties behind me. You know, I was balls deep in my 20s when I watched it initially, so I may have missed some of that nuance, some of that the messaging uh, the first go around. But now it really resonated with me and I I really appreciated that. And um, yeah, yeah. 
one thing I know, this is a, a, a she's a very small character. Uh, Rebel Wilson has a, a character in this movie. She's a, just a kind of a small side comedy joke, but I don't know. I think she was she's great in general. I thought she was funny in this movie. They gave her a couple of funny parts. Was this kind of her breakout? This is like I think it's Pretty the first much, time in, I in, in America. I think yeah, yeah. Like I know I, she was in Pitch Perfect, which um almost made our list. It was on our going to be on one, one of our list. But I don't mm-hmm. know if that came first or not. It's around the same time, but yeah, yeah I, don't really. I thought that was funny. Uh, but so, uh, what do you? I know you guys were the two up there that um, didn't care for it as much. What do you guys got to say? I I did not. I I felt like the what do you got to say for yourself? The jokes <laughs> that were real unfunny. They just kind of kept dragging, like. All right, you know, sometimes you can push a bad joke to the point of it being funny again because of just the absurdity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't doing that. They were just doing the bad joke more. Yeah. You're definitely right about that. A couple of bad the jokes, jokes that were funny. very dry. Yeah, the jokes the story, are fine. Resonates, the great. cool. I love the fucking story. I just wish that jokes they had... aren't funny. God, and there's like just big dead spots in how they they fucking talk to each other and how they communicate. You know what I mean? That the, the interactions are just like they'll like say something and like they'll act like they're still on SNL and they'll like look at each other and be like, ah, eh, ah, eh, it's funny, eh. yeah. yeah, yeah. They're trying to lean of... on their their improv chops because all these people come from improv background and. Paul Feig is notorious for letting his actors kind of improv on set. And he thinks that is an appropriate replacement for writing a joke. Like why do any work when you can just have your actors flounder around on stage, you know, like literally that right there. You just said it. They literally flounder around. Yeah. Yeah. dude. Food in the teeth. Not funny. <laughs> that, come no. on, that's an Ace Ventura joke. Come on, like that's ninety three shit. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are definitely right. They they do stretch out some jokes that weren't working. Like here's an example of one that didn't work. The mom, the mom is just kind of saying like crude, uh, like sexual stuff that makes the daughter feel uncomfortable, and she's just doubling down on it throughout mm-hmm. the whole conversation. Yeah. Okay, that's one doesn't work. Here's one where that same kind of gag did work, where they keep stretching it out, where they were at like the bridal shower or whatever. And she steps up to make a speech, no, right? No, yeah. No, and she starts to make a speech, no, and then the other lady is like, "Oh, I got to one up her," and then she goes to step no up her. Home. I oh I completely God. disagree, respectfully, because I that would be the moment where if I wasn't sharing the watching pleasure with you guys, I would have turned it the fuck off. Yeah. No, <laughs> was... nah, I thought it was funny. I thought you guys don't like cringe humor, and that's fine. But that scene was funny. This movie is. An analogy we used earlier this week, which was a baseball player stepping up to the plate, whiffing really hard, spinning around three times and falling down. (laughs) And then hopping up and being like, look what I did. Look what, what? Now, there's more to this movie. As hard as it is with a shorter list, this movie is my L. Oh, man. Uh This is, yeah. This is my 100%. L by far. 
Oh, I man, we might have a split panel on what gets the L this week. I, I haven't really thought about what was my least favorite, but... um, No, dude, I... I don't know. Enjoyed so, so very little of this movie. It's just like Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph are not that good at the whole improv thing. At least they didn't... They missed it on this movie. Yeah. No, nope, I enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed a lot of it. Here's another part I liked when they when they throw it to the Wilson Phillips song and they and they're like pantomiming singing it. Boom! That's fun. That's funny because okay, the Wilson that song. Well, uh, all right. Remember, I said there was very few moments in this movie that that I liked. He did Wilson say that Phillips. immediately. Yeah. There's right. this. I, I'll admit oh, this is movie. It's good things and bad things. Fun fact. Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone, who plays Air Marshal John. Oh, yeah. Real life husband and wife. Really? Oh, okay. That's why that works so good. Because that's the funniest part of the whole movie right there. Those two. Yeah. No, no Melissa McCarthy's character is is funny because <laughs> the after credit scene with him too. <laughs> that, that, that shit was. Then with oh, the yeah. sandwich, that shit was funny. Yeah, there oh, was no, that was that was not funny. That was not funny. That was the worst. It was funny. The shit was hilarious. It was like some like uh, shit they shot clearly in their trailer, like on set. They're in like a fucking mobile home, and like, ah, eh, that's no, that wasn't funny. You guys are. Off calibration. We got a we got a split panel here, and that's that's good. That's okay. We we keep it we, we keep it hot. Some like it hot. Yes, hilariously bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's silly. I mean, and the comedy in this movie is not jokes. It's silliness, and there's a big difference mm-hmm. there. Jokes have structure. A joke is something that you set up and you establish it and then you undercut it. That's a joke. It comes in three parts. Comedy works in threes. Maybe you've heard that before. There's three steps. You set up a premise, you reinforce that premise, and then you undercut that premise. That's a joke. Now, if you're just flopping around, pooping on yourself, that's just silliness. That's just madcap. It, it can be funny. I'm not saying that's not funny. I'm not saying you have to write a joke to be funny. But there's a difference. So. It's got to be done in such a way. Yes. Right. Like, uh, you, you you can kind of do two in one with the um, trying on the dresses scene. They're in this big hoity-toity thing mm-hmm. it's all nice and everything's supposed to be prim and proper and la da 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 and you know our ho- our homegirl Kristen Wiig is feeling out of place she's the out of place person and everybody else is kind of going with it and feeling fine but in this one they all end up shitting themselves in the fucking dresses so it's mm-hmm. kind of like okay that's 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 kind of funny like I, I did feel appreciate like they almost had that one like they they could have taken it a bit farther, and I agree with you there. You'd said something like, earlier. Yeah, no, they they that was one of those that they didn't quite get there with the absurdity. You know what I mean? They didn't quite reach that one. 
Yeah. Like, well, the, Melissa McCarthy uh, shit in the sink was good. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. That shit was great. The funniest part of that whole scene, the whole the funny part of that scene is where, okay, it was Kristen Wiig's idea to go to that restaurant, right? And the seedy part of town, the, the, the white food. bitches, the white bitches was uncomfortable even going there, right? All right, she insisted <laughs> they go there, right? They yeah. eat the fucking food, they go to the dressing, right? They all get food poisoning, right? Yep. The funny part is the one bitch who doesn't eat nothing at the store, the stuck up bitch, doesn't get food poisoning, right? However, Kristen Wiig does have food poisoning. However, she cannot admit it to the stuck-up bitch that yep. she's actually under quite distress. Like, so that's How the funny feeling? part. I'm fine. Where she has to hold it in. I, she's like, I'm kind of hungry. I could <laughs> eat some more. Would yeah. you like some of these candied nuts? Like, oh, yes. And, and she the, plays that pretty well. Jordan Allman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Jordan Allman. Yeah. And that's kind of one of those situations where they were like, Pretty uh, pretty clearly improving that whole bit there, but it was one that... of the, the the like chuckle moments. Yeah, it's only a couple of times where I actually gave it a good like real laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you're right when it, they have Maya Rudolph shitting in the middle of the street, you know. But they could have they could have went more gross out with it. I and feel like you guys have been a little harsh it, it this movie. Had to do much. Like, if when she came walking back across the street, she was just painting a brown streak with the back of the fucking dress. Yeah, no, that would have been funny. Yeah. She would have, like, stood up and, like, like she would have, like, get, resigned herself to her fate and just, like, walked back in and just, like, drug it. I don't know. Maybe it, that's just our men sensibilities being like, more poop, more poop. poop. <laughs> Give me more poop. You know what like this would be better? More maybe poop. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> I feel like this movie well, is just as funny as like Wayne's World, right there. You know, I don't. I don't think you're wrong there. Um, and you know? I, I'm on your side, Justin. I'm on the I. I enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. camp. So I'm just trying to <laughs> play both sides here. Yeah. I'm not saying don't watch it. Even no, it's. Yeah, no, I, I just found it boring as hell for the most part. Um, most, I found it a little the, long. most of the uh, most of the humor didn't strike with me. Yeah, uh, of course I'm a funny duddy old white guy. What do you want? Yeah, I'm just saying Fucking... the jokes weren't funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. Funny. Most it's hard. Funny. It's hard to pick an L on this list. So yeah, that's also true. <laughs> there's there's and two that I'm holding up, and uh, the, the jokes weren't me, funny at all. This one is this one is worse. This one is worse. What to are we me up against here? In any of yeah, let's take a look at what we're up against here. Um, oh wow, actually. we're up against Spice World. <laughs> Talk about not funny jokes. Go off, boys. Go Wait off, King. Wait a minute. Go off, King. Wait. Talk about just funny jokes. A Go gosh off. darn minute there, I'm Mister. Ready y'all, y'all, I'm ready for y'all to tear this movie a fucking new vagina. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I was laughing my ass off at this movie this week. Remember that absurdity I was talking about? Yes. Got that, and they rode that groove to the fucking end. Dude. They jumped right in that fucking... Before we get get too into it, let's take a look. Let's watch the trailer for Spice World. Yeah, but can they act? Nah, bro. No, they really can't. But no, that's a joke in the movie, though. That's the goddamn okay. point. This movie is silly as fuck. It's a Dude. madcap romp 
um, the director of this movie is much better known for um, other television shows he's worked on, including Are You Being Served and um, Love That Show. What's it called? Faulty Towers, which are two like um, very silly English comedy shows. Uh, kind of along the lines of something like a um, Mighty Boosh, yeah. like yeah, very sketch. silly, like sketches. The and Brits stuff are like known that. for that, and I think yeah. this was a disgrace to British comedy. This was no, this oh. this is it's an homage no to British comedy. It's got nods to it all I mean, throughout. I was laughing out loud for parts of this movie because you're right. Some of it is really fucking silly and stupid. And yeah. they, they really exaggerate all the girls like sticks. They, cause you know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you know, Spice Girls, they, each one has their own shtick and they, they try to inflate these sticks into characters, which there's not enough to be there's a character. Enough. And it, it straight doesn't work and, and to varying degrees. And, and Yeah, to a stupid degree. And <laughs> right off in the very beginning, they're walking into their tour bus and like Baby's like, don't touch my stuffies. And Victoria's like, don't touch my shoes. And, you know, <laughs> Sporty like goes straight yeah, to the like exercise bike. <laughs> like, oh, what are the four? Where's my accent? Where must this from? I'm from Alabama of England, see? Like, I fucking hate no, Birmingham. Both Melanie's accent is just, no! <laughs> uh, but it's so fucking silly. Dude, there's the dance camp where they got to go to the dance camp and they have that English comedian play the dance instructor. And he's just like, no! Um, it's I don't know. It's so fucking silly and fun, and I loved uh, parts of this movie. The paparazzi photographer that just like randomly shows up in various <laughs> strategic <laughs> ways, like coming out of the, the toilet. fucking toilet. Fucking <laughs> 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 like, dude slides out from behind a FICA plant. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, That's like, some like old school like Pink Panther shit, you know, <laughs> like. Where he's there's like a skinny like palm tree and he like comes sliding up from behind her or something like that. Like something she he shouldn't have fit behind and he just kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good and I I love the evil tabloid guy and he's spitting. Right. Get me the sparse gas. And he mm-hmm. slams on the desk and all of yeah. the. Lightning and the rain happens <laughs> yeah. inside of the office. His, his guy's like standing there, raining in the office. He's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get the Spice Girl." <laughs> it's. I will say this movie pulled out. They pulled out um, a lot of that comedy chops that they had available, right? The supporting cast of this movie, in small parts, there's people like Stephen Fry, right? Roger Moore yeah. plays the Charlie character, which they fucking dug him out of a nursing home for. Yeah, he, he had nothing welcome, else going welcome, on. Welcome, <laughs> fucking sit here and hold a different animals. They didn't even take him out of the nursing home because he's in no scenes with anybody else. He's, exactly. he's very clearly in his nursing home room filming all these scenes <sighs> in his smoking jacket that he was already in. And they they, they like call him animal and be like, "Here, hold this pig. Here, here, hold this cat. Baby pig." <laughs> like, 
Uh, that, his scenes are whatever. They go to him a few too many times or whatever. Elvis Costello. In this yeah. movie, he was doing a lot of movies this year. He was, I believe he was uh, uh, in Austin Powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, boom, Meatloaf. That's your American representation in that. Yep, there you <laughs> As a bus driver. Look, the they got, they got, they got yeah, Canada the represented with the uh, Kids in the Hall guy. Uh, yep. Yeah. Who ends up being the writer of the movie? Because at the end of the movie, they end up doing like a Mel Brooks homage, like the, at the end of Blazing Saddles, where yeah. it turns out like you're watching the movie they end up making. So it yeah. does this meta like joining of the story. Yeah, and like, oh, look at all those people there in the audience. Oh, oh, oh hi yeah, there. yeah. Hi, audience. Hi, audience. But I love the scene when the girls have to get back to the uh, to the music hall to do the big show. And uh, it's the guy pitching the movie to the manager, and he's describing what's happening. And it's a bomb on the bus. And it's a bomb on the <laughs> bus. And then later on, like, nothing happens. Nothing pays off with the bomb until later. They're like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what happened to the bomb? And it blows up over there. <laughs> That's some Monkey Island humor right there. I really can appreciate that level of, uh, of schlock in my humor. <sighs> Like when Victoria just jumps in this front seat and drives the bus away, but Meatloaf is like literally right there, he's, like, hey, like he's hey. laying right there. <laughs> yeah. They just they just needed the scene. Alien scene, fucking just aliens. I love those girls, and I would do anything for them, but I won't but do I that. Won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to gotta have that line with Meatloaf. This movie works out of because of a mixture of like nostalgia, uh, and for me as like just like an Anglophile, just like most British things, twenty yeah. percent more than I like American shit. If you like, like stir that in there, humor, it's chock full, chock yeah. full. Yeah, yeah. and uh, hey, uh, it's even got aliens. Yeah, <sighs> the alien scene was fine. The groupy, groupy yeah. aliens. Yeah. Oh, Those oh, aliens are so canceled, bro. Also, the they didn't. It kind of bothered me when he squishes the mask of the alien, and it's clearly a squishy mask, <laughs> like a Halloween store. And they leave the scene, and I'm like, Ugh. this movie, it's silly, is so bad, made it it's laughably me. good. Oh, yes. my favorite scene is when they're on the bus at the end after they find the bomb, and they're like, oh, they gotta jump the tower bridge because it's going up. They're, oh, they're gonna no. jump the bridge. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds amazing and expensive. And it cuts to the model, like, and they cut back to him. It's a like, really bad one. <laughs> it's yeah. a really bad model with like yeah. a string and everything. Like, but oh, it's a Cardboard. joke in the movie, and it's it's Great. like very Naked Gun ish <laughs> kind of joke. Uh, it's, I, the, this movie is very sketchy because it's scene for scene. Like each scene might yes. work, the next one might not. Like. I do like it's, the subtle humor. It's directed by joke. a sketch comedy director. Yeah. That, exactly. that the bus is, is huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a fucking like mansion it's, inside. It's there. enormous inside, yeah. which, which is kind of a Doctor Who kind of, kind of a kind of a <laughs> got their own yeah. reference. Yeah. Fucking... So and, uh, there's got the like Sorry, runway in there and fucking. It's got a like little miniature gym and yeah, it's got like two stories. There, there, there's like a balcony that goes around the bitch, you know, and like, (laughs) and maybe he's got like a little swing and a little fucking room full of stuffies that looks entirely too much like a nursery. Oh, obviously a movie set. In hindsight, baby shtick is uh, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah. 
So outdated. what what what's each of their things? There's like all right, the baby one, right? She baby eats candy. A baby. She's like yeah, if okay. if you're like a kind of pedophile, you're into that one, right? That's your that's your Spice Girl. All right. <laughs> There's like uh uh Mel B. Victoria, she, like, what, uh, she's like the the animalistic one or whatever. Yeah, like uh, what's the what's her stick? She's just black. Uh, <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> she wears animal prints why did they make the black one wear animal prints that's racist <laughs> i guess uh, it's the 90s there's it like the victoria, 90s. there's like victoria beckham she's the now. posh one she's posh and she's all about yeah. clothes don't yeah. she she's always yeah. dressed finely little gucci, shit. Yeah, yeah. Little gucci dress I did. Yeah. I did laugh at the scene where they go to the dance camp and they all put on fatigues except for Victoria. She has a fucking camouflage like cocktail yeah, dress and spirit, high heels. Yeah. Still, that scene. That scene is kind of funny. It pisses me off that she can't be bothered to do the fucking obstacle course like everybody else. You get on that fucking obstacle course. There's like the sporty one, Mel C. The dress can literally the, pop off. She likes. Yeah. She likes the footy, I guess. And exercising the whole time she's walking away, she's like pulling the dress down, pulling the yeah. dress down because it just keeps riding up and riding yeah. up. I'm like, Yep, I mean, she's trying to keep up with the rest of them running in combat boots when she's in like six inch heels, platinum, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, uh, when, when I was a when I was a lad, just a lad, I was all about some Spice Girls, loved them. Love the music, love the whole shtick. And now that I'm a, a, a man grown looking back, I can definitely see some of the subconscious appeal in my wee lad mind. Um, those, those outfits are a little more skimpy than I remember acknowledging back then. So there may have been some... Uh, uh, the height well, difference. I acknowledged some, it when I was, yeah. Some, oh, I mean, yeah. No. It, it, I, I certainly appreciated <laughs> them for their looks, but I'm looking at them now and I'm like, these are much skimpier than I remember them being. Like, I'm not yeah, mad at it. In my younger years, I definitely acknowledged it. <laughs> uh, anybody that says that they didn't watch the Spice Girls videos on VH1 and MTV when. They were, you know, well, I would have been fucking eighth grade. So and we just and, watched before the show started. I put on the two become one video to listen to the song, get us into that Spice Girls mood. That is an overtly sexual song. Yes. No, they're talking like, about just come on, children. <laughs> wrap up your dick because tonight is the night we're going to fuck. We fucking <laughs> we're going to fuck. Yeah, they didn't grab them rubbers and let's get it down. It's obviously aimed at a young audience because they have kids in the music video. At the end, when they got people like canoodling, they're like between 11 and 15 years old. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, dude, the end of that video gets really uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, no, what happened here? Record companies are evil, and this is all, yes, mostly from them. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. They were selling sex to little boys, but couching it. This is for little girls, though. But even though that's gross as well, and uh... (laughs) I mean, and Hollywood stepped in and said, "We're gonna take a piece too of this one." 
don't get me wrong, you know, I'm all about owning yourself and your body and your sexuality, you know, and what teenagers do together exploring themselves and their lives is fine. I'm not a kids shouldn't be fucking person. I'm just not a person that thinks about kids fucking on the regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, what I'm trying to say is I'm not an old fuddy-duddy that says, oh, kids shouldn't be thinking about sex. Oh, oh." I'm, uh, so it is what it is. We just fucking know better. Yeah. I'm saying fuck the kids. I'm saying fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids. Uh-oh, we know which, one's your, which Spice Girl's your favorite, Argo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so yeah. let's go around. That's actually a who, quote from Jack Black. Who is <laughs> yeah. Who is everybody's favorite Spice Girl? Mine, my, mine was Posh growing up. Tall ass sporting. Same. Uh, uh, Posh is a popular one, but uh, I've turned the circle on here. I think she's the worst Spice Girl. She does not put the same effort into like the dances and moves all the other girls, and it's clear. That's I don't true. care. I don't care what fucking footwear she has on. She needs to perform as the same level as the other four of them are pulling it off. That's but she's in the joke, back, and it's especially a smart joke. And her jokes in the movie are her, some of the smartest. Her joke, her joke, her shtick is I'm. She just it comes across as insecure to me now as an adult. Too good to participate. Her shtick, her shtick comes off to me as insecurity. Yeah, and that's even worse too, Rich. That's even worse. Like then get the fuck out of here. Get on your higher plane than the rest of us. And I'll take the other four, and we're gonna just party like a fucking working people. Goddamn. You know what? I think the actual victoria the person did exactly what i would expect her to do which is marry someone insanely rich and disappear from public view never have to work a day in your life and just be married to beckham and uh hey you guys did you guys uh, you guys probably don't know about this but probably 12 years ago now they tried to make a television show it was the beckhams are moving to america right and they tried to make like oh, a dear. vh1 style reality show of it and i was like hell yeah i'm gonna watch this shit you know i'm like got a lot of guilty pleasure watches on vh1 yeah. and shit you know yeah and That's i watched that shit one was for. and yeah she sucks she's like the worst yeah she was she's the one that's not acting like she didn't play no character yeah it's just she's her, the worst though. vice girl now 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 it's jerry's the best one now so i'm changing my uh answer <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know i was reading about jerry and she's got some fucking bullshit conservative leanings but and not bro, like bro all that girl power turned into turfs now so just so everybody knows oh, girl power has been yeah. co-opted now and so they're turfs so that is true rethink your shit jerry's whole stick she's got a whole like interview where she's going off about in a very um jk rowling sort of way if you know if you catch my drift and uh i don't know about any of them specifically but that's probably what they are now <laughs> yeah Turf. oh yeah big time big time so either way they're canceled <laughs> <laughs> no if this movie didn't cancel them they're uncancelable so uncancelable. they're fine let's see what chat said you guys what do you think that chat liked on that, hmm. oh. Hmm. Chat scary. Gary Oldman Ch- wanted to be in this movie because his sons were into the Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> and what did they say? No, Gary Oldman, you can't be in this movie. Get uh, the fuck out of here. Was doing something else. 
Uh, of course he was. He was putting in wet work. Yeah, I mean, this movie was, what, what, what was he should have been? Ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven. Oh, he was doing um, uh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God he wasn't in this. Jesus. Oh. We had no Zorg. <laughs> Nick Cage would have yeah. been Zorg. Oh Get me Lord. the stones. Get me the stones. <laughs> Give me the stones. <laughs> Uh, all right what are, what are we voting what are we thinking guys i know what i'm thinking this this is, i'm the only one that has any tough here so yeah yeah well, i mean um, very clearly said i very much dislike bridesmaid and i very much enjoyed spice world so all right you guys think Last about one. this for two seconds i have to pee Last so bad one. i'm gonna run and do it okay spot the when they go to the spice force five Mm-hmm. In the in the movie, that's specifically based off of the Fox Force Five from Pulp Fiction. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I think both these movies could have done uh, could have benefited from a little bit of editing. There's uh, some fat yeah, in both of these movies, <laughs> but I'm thinking you guys are right. I think I'm gonna have to go with Spice World. Just because a big scent for the English. Okay, I laughed a hundred times more during Spice World than I did during uh, uh, Bridesmaids. I mean, a hundred times more. It wasn't even I mean, close. It was not even close. I mean, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, like that's that's like that's where the editing would have came in on. Uh, Goddamn bridesmaids! Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the runtime on that was on, but it seemed long as hell. Yeah, dude, that movie felt like it just kept interminable. Going. And maybe and I had, maybe that fucking, maybe it just felt that way because, like I said, most of the jokes felt like they just drug on, and yeah, should have been just let go and moved on to some other joke that would have probably been funnier. Yep. I mean, yeah, they went to that same well Kristen, too many times. And Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph just, they're not. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's too dry. Okay, I don't know if it was. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like they had a lot more hits than misses on Saturday Night Live than they did in this. Uh,. I, that's just the drawback of these fucking Saturday Night Live esque movies. Like you yeah. take those people, and you take those writers and shit, and they're just gonna write sketch type stuff. And uh, in my opinion, I think the funny parts of Spice World were funnier than the funny parts of Bridesmaids. By so much, by so much, and there was so much more funny parts of Spice World. I can't really argue. Over which had more attempts at funny, but I just think I got there. I was laughing out loud at Spice yeah. World, and I yeah, might have, I might have chuckled, I might have breathed strongly out of my nose once or twice, yeah. in appreciation of a joke at Bridesmaids. Yeah. And I, 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 I was I did laughing on with the Wilson Phillips concert. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was straight but up no. laughing, laughing. No, I stayed World. laughing during Spice World. Like, I stayed laughing the whole time I was watching it. 
No, it is kind really. of funny that we're comparing these two. Yeah. Because they're both like sketch inspired. Yeah. Uh, one straight up sketch comedy. Oh, yeah. Spongebob is really hit or miss. There are parts of it that are obviously written for 11 year old girls. And it lost me, you know. And Argo even said during the movie it got real slow. And like we were like fading off. And then it got to like the dance instructor part, and we were just like, "Oh, <laughs> almost lost me there." Yeah, right? the, I mean, the, I like right the movie because they got uh, scenes when they start singing. You can, you can, you know, you can go refresh your drink and take a piss and stuff, <laughs> which they do most of their hits the in the movie. And the 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 pregnant friend thing, deal, it boiled down to they had to hurry up and get her to the hospital. <laughs> they needed some plot device that brought them away from their careers for a moment so they can have yeah. a dramatic got to get back in time for the for the climax right. and that right. was the only thing i thought it was kind of kind of a little silly and laughable they take their pregnant friend who's about to pop to the right. club like yeah, like what are we going to we need a we need a night hanging out with our friend what are we going to do let's take her to the fucking club which is a very progressive club, by the way. If you pay attention, there's some yeah, like... there's uh, big ladies in there. <laughs> uh, the drag costumes are yes. way ahead of their time. Way oh, ahead of their time. And no, that's just England for you, bro. They're they're like twenty years ahead of us. We're living no, in the so backwards ass America. Polish, the polish, and okay, let me it... fucking okay, <laughs> the polish and the fade on uh, those drag queen costumes. We're ahead of their time, dude. Dude, they're great. Yep. They're, they're, that's they're they legitimately weren't... awesome. That's because they can make better costumes because they weren't being fucking persecuted all day long like the ones <laughs> yeah. are. That's true. I'm telling you, Brits are just better than us. And no, the pregnant friend wasn't their manager. It was literally just their friend, like like just yeah, on the side. She was just a friend and just was there. I thought she it... was like the sixth Spice Girl that got cut because she's pregnant. <laughs> like, all right, bitch, you're out. You got knocked up. You're out. You, you broke the rules. She's like Hong Kong Spice, and, but no, then they kicked her out. You can't be pregnant. No. <laughs> no. 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 All right. So we're all, we're all voting Spice World here. Chat with Spice oh, no. World here. We're all voting Spice World. We're all, we're all going Spice World. All right. All right. We're cool. accents. Yeah. Despite Mel C's accent, I got to give it a oh, vote. No. 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 Yeah, you, no. You just hate. You hate the Scots, don't you? You just hate the country people. <laughs> she's like the country bumpkin <laughs> one. Talks stupid. Yeah, she's got she's got the Florida yeah, She's got the most draw. Yeah. You can't you can't hate on her for accent, like she's got the Florida. No, you're right. We're, we're not just goofing on Eric this whole time, so come on now. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> All right. Twenty five to like, zip. It's gonna get like, took a whole fucking trailer park and swallowed it. And it's I know how that sounded. Spice World taking the win. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on to heat number two. New poll. What we got? Ocean's New Eight. Mean, oh, wow. Ocean's Eight versus Mean Girls. Another very clear victor in my book. Let's take a look. Ocean's Eight. This is. I think this is our most recent film of the list. It is a spinoff of... Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Trilogy, I should say. Let's take a look at the trailer. It's the best performance, old boy, done since Cats. 
Wasn't this before cats? It was, but I just wanted to make that stupid joke. All right. Oceans 8 is a um, girl version of Oceans 11. Uh, it was 2017. Around that time, they thought they were just going to make all the same movies we've already made just with women. And um, apparently the women are supposed to replace clever writing, funny jokes, uh, any sort of like good plot or anything. They thought, we don't need plot or jokes or a good movie. We got women. That's all we need. It worked for Ghostbusters. Right? Am I right? Am I right? What's no. The price mates? No. It's it's <laughs> a good heist, and the women yep. do a good job in the movie. Yeah. But you are correct Ugh. in the lack yeah. of writing behind them. They yeah. didn't yeah. have enough support from the screenplay. Yeah, exactly. Really hard with what they were given. It's been a long time since I've seen Ocean's Eleven. I never saw twelve or thirteen. Never cared. Never cared about it. But <sighs> this movie. This to... oh. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say comparing this to Ocean's Eleven, right? Ocean's Eleven, right? They kind of like pulled a fast one on you, right? Because you see him build his crew, just as you see this one. She builds her crew, uh, and then they explain it. They explain the the heist to you in Ocean's Eleven, right? And you think you got the whole plan or a bigger part of the plan than you do going into it, but then they kind of they kind of fool the audience along yes. with like the bad guys in Ocean's Eleven, right? Yes. This movie tries to do something clever like that, but they get too convoluted with it, and they fail horribly. Yeah, the yes. the selling point of you nailed it. The selling point of Ocean's Eleven was they make a plan, and everybody knows the plan. The audience knows the plan. So the audience knows the plan. But the plan blows up in their face. And, oh. the, and, and the bad guy's like, ah, you thought you were going to get away with it. But I was on you the whole time. But then it turns out the bad guy and the audience didn't have the whole plan. There's a yeah. super secret plan, and it flips the script on everybody. And you go, yeah. oh, shit. Everybody knowing the plan. And in this movie, they did. they thought they were doing the same thing. But it turns out, only thing was, oh, no. We weren't just stealing the diamonds. We were stealing all the jewels. Yeah. Which they don't set up beforehand. And no. they don't. Also, like the difference is maybe they also fool their fellow heist mates, right? Because they're not even in on the whole plan neither, right? Yeah. Even though for whatever reason, they decide to cut them in on the extra loot, which I don't think things would have done. <sighs> they explain the, the rest of the heist to the other heist mates and the audience at the same time after it's already happened. And it makes yeah. for a mess of a fucking story. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if it feels like it was shoehorned in, like they they chose yeah. to change the ending and just wedged it in there. You know what I mean? And and there were so many opportunities to tell a compelling I, I, Steve thief story, but they didn't. It's like you said, like there there's too much honor among thieves, you know. If, if Sandy secretly stole all the other jewels without anybody else knowing, she could have just kept that yeah. to herself the whole time. Like, just why did she ever have to tell everybody? Like, there's, there's a couple of twists that fall flat, right? Like, the story goes like she gets out of jail, she wants to do a heist, 
she also wants to get back at the guy that put her in jail, right? Yeah. Already convoluted as fuck, right? She builds her crew of, like, seven people. They say seven people in the movie, right? And then there's an eighth who they're planning to, like, be their, like, rube who will be unwittingly participating, right? But it turns out after the fact, oh, they, they got... Sandra Bullock, unbeknownst to the other heist people, got with the uh, unwitting person at some point, and she was totally on board, had no qualms, <laughs> which, yeah. which, is, which they disclosed to the yeah. audience afterwards. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the twists that falls flat. Hathaway's character as the, the supposed rube that was going to be in, involved here, I liked her character in this more than I did in a lot of things she's done. They they give her a push up bra and uh, I feel like every character in this in this movie is like uh, or each actress is playing a character with bigger titties than they actually. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a line that's like, oh look at Anne Hathaway's big ass titties or whatever. Anne Hathaway's titties get their own line in the credits for sure because even though yeah, this movie literally made me go look it up because she does a nude scene in a movie and I was like. Yeah, Hold on a minute. Banger. Let me go and see this movie. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, they did they did some magic on them titties in that dress because they ain't nothing like that Mm-mm. when they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they got, like, a whole budget yeah, holding them in motherfuckers her. up. They put so some Hollywood like, in her bra. That's all. That's like the first twist. The twist that Anne Hathaway was actually in on it, which they tell you after the fact. And it's it falls totally falls flat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That That's the first one. Uh they tried to make it different. They're like, oh, this is ladies, so they're going to be doing more kind of like lady things to get it. Like they hire a fashion director or a fashion designer. Helena Bonham Carter is the fashion designer who's supposed to be like Irish for God knows whatever reason. Just make her British. She's got a thick ass British accent. She's doing yeah, terrible um, accent she, work. She kept going from like a British accent to like a, a, a kludgy Scottish accent to into a an Irish accent. Like, she was just sliding around, and it sounded weird. I, I figured it out. This movie gets my golden L, for sure. I think this movie just falls a little flat. I feel like it was very... It's a very it's competently it's made movie, empty. but it doesn't bring anything to the table. And I think its worst offense of all is it's a little bit pandering to the ladies. It, 100%. It's, it's, it's less like is. showing that girl power and it's more just like selling to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit, a little bit pandery. Also, it is pandery 100% because there's a straight up man takes, takes part in this heist and it's not one of the eight, right? All right. Yeah. The, like they do the heist. They're, the plan is that the audience knows that they're going to steal a necklace, right? And Hathaway's character is going to wear this necklace to this event. And they plan they're going to swap it out for a, a replica for God knows whatever reason. They straight up don't need to do the replica at all because they get away with it. They have it in their in their possession. And they're like, oh, now we got to go back into danger zone and get put this replica in there for whatever. <laughs> I, I will agree with you on that one because in Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig is one of the writers and like you said, Paul Feig pretty much just let them do whatever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. The other, Ocean's 8, was directed by Gary Ross, who's more of a director, going to tell them what to do, probably. Yeah. Just told them to do their he own thing. He directed things like Big and Yeah, this movie is very film. scripted. It's very... 
It has to be. It's 100 percent the plan. But the yeah. plan doesn't make sense because they're trying to pull this. They're yeah. trying to pull this other shit on you and later. That sucks. And then they they set a, set dude up that sent Sandy B to prison with one of the diamonds, which would have been enough to send him with the one diamond. But then they doubled down and they sold the rest of those diamonds and put most of the money into a holdings account that dude owned so that he, I guess, got double fucked. And I guess that's why they needed to steal the rest of the shit because her plan was to oh see money. I, I must have lost that in the convolution because yes yeah, that's the thing is it was super convoluted there were so many different parts of this fucking whole whole thing like yeah. but yeah when the old lady sold the diamonds when they were set up with the old lady selling the diamonds they showed them later auctioning them and then they said in the voiceover that the some little old lady helped yeah, some old ladies uh, deposited, uh, some anonymous old ladies deposited this money into his uh, uh, the holdings account that he owns. So, blah, blah, blah. I got a question. Yep. Did anybody see Ocean's 13? No. No? Okay. All right. Well, spoiler alert, I don't, and, and, and my question is, does George Clooney's character either die or fake his own death on screen? No, because when so. this movie Not starts, the sister. Uh, here's another question: Was Sandra Bullock in those movies? No. no? Ray, Rose Rain says yes. Julia Roberts. Oh, it's Julia Roberts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think at the end. I, I looked at Wikipedia, and Wikipedia said nothing about him dying or faking his death in the plot synopsis. No, so no, I don't think so. In this movie, she gets out of jail and immediately goes to visit her brother, who is George Clooney's character from the original trilogy, at his grave where he's died. Yeah, and in a mausoleum. They, they very clumsily set it up. It's like, is he really dead? I was like, oh, I don't know. And she says, "Oh, you better really be in there." You know, they're setting it up like he's he faked his own death to, yeah. you know, la da 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 da. Uh, it just seems they're probably like, it's not the first time he's faked his death to get away from to get away with some shit. Yeah, I mean that's supposed to be his whole character. He's a he's a scoundrel and a con man, so of course he's gonna fake his death. But well, they don't say it doesn't matter. We're never gonna see another Ocean's movie. Yeah. Well, one can hope. I'm getting oh, a headache thinking about yeah. this fucking movie. <laughs> All right. We talked enough about that. Let's talk about a good movie. Throwing it back to Mean Girls. This movie we have a student with us. You know, I think the four of us are the Mean Girls of Boys. What do you think you're doing? What? We are we, we, all from the well, the fucking the uh, re reject table, so I don't know what the fuck true. you're talking about. But you know what? I, I mean, always got me the the reject people are mean as well. They're mean spirited. High school, everybody's shit talking. Yeah, everybody's a mean spirited shit talker. and stupid. See, see, I I really feel like bridesmaids tried to do the same kind of catty fucking. 
you know, fucking. Well, this, this movie is written by Tina Fey, thing. so. Uh, is it? But. It's her magnum but they, they didn't. Mean Girls did it right, and Bridesmaids didn't. I didn't know Mean Girls was written by Tina Fey. That would explain a lot. Because Mean Girls. I'll do that. Mean Girls is a. It was it Justin that I told? I don't. I don't. Uh, maybe I was around when y'all were talking about that. I, I think I remember, might remember that. <laughs> I told you. I told you first. I was the first one. Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie is. This movie was an instant classic when it came out. Like, it, it was marketed as like a stupid little movie for teenage girls to go and see and identify with, but. This movie had some. Uh, bah, this movie had something for everyone, you know. Yeah, it's just a good fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's got. Um, I don't know if I'm like laughing out loud during this movie as much, but it's pretty. It's it's fairly comical. It's got a good message. It's it's very competently written. You know what I'm saying. I mean, if you had to yeah. guess, how many uh, how many uh, forceful exhales through the nose? We talking six? <laughs> a good handful, uh, you know. I, I full out laughed several times. Shit, I've seen the movie too many times. I don't I don't think I laugh at it anymore. Yeah, I always laugh. I will always yeah. laugh at this movie. I'm I, a girl. I find. Every time she flips headfirst into the fucking trash can, I don't give a damn. I don't know if the like counterculture loser couple is supposed to be relatable, but I never found them relatable. I found them just as dickish, if not more dickish, than yeah. the bad girls yeah. throughout the entire movie. I'm like, fuck yeah, these I think two. That was kind like, of one of the points, though. I think that was yeah. kind of one of the. Uh, that, that is part of the point of the whole. I mean, like, the master class all the social dynamics like that. that is happening here uh, that's a very good point that's kind of the point is like they're just as bad as anybody else all of the fucking kids are acting like fucking fucking judgmental pricks gotcha like, yeah really they're worse she goes to infiltrate <laughs> the mean girls to like get at them you know as like a yeah. part of a plot that they're scheming against the mean girls yeah so i guess the whole point is that she was a mean girl the whole time for trying yeah. to be mean to the mean girls, and she the only girls are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Basically, the point of this movie is kids are dicks. Yeah, which is a universal truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, high school kids, man, they're fucking high school kids. What do you want? I mean, you That's pretty much. I said, like I said, this is a masterclass of exploring social dynamics tina fey yeah. wrote this movie based on a book that wasn't for teenage girls it was for parents of teenage girls mm. so it's not really just a silly chick flick there's way more deep-rooted things at work here makes sense which truly Maybe. make it more of a cinematic I mean, masterpiece. Know, it kind of does have that vibe. It kind of has that Lipschitz vibe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Rugrats <laughs> reference yeah. for you for you kids. Oh, sure is. It kind of has that like, uh, yeah, Freudian 
I'll have you know when you said that, in my mind, you instantly grew three-pointed red hair. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the whole movie right there. And that... No. Yeah. Besides that, it's just the funny that. parts. There's a couple of uh, hilarious quotes. Probably my favorite quote that I that pops my mind a lot is uh, the sex education scene where it's the fucking male coach giving them the this uh, sex talk. Right, and he says, like, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you will die. <laughs> yeah. And that's that is the funniest thing, making fun of like the shitty that's the shitty uh uh like abstinence only sex education that we got in school and that fucking right. parody or make is roasting that in the best way. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's the what? coach that gets caught with the student. Yep, with both students. Uh with both of the, the Korean exchange students. You remember they were both mad at each other over them, yeah. you know. Yeah, that apartment age. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I think that was another part of the point is that wasn't supposed to be, like, cool. It was supposed to be a, a cringe moment. It was supposed yeah. to be a cringe thing. Yeah, but how do the students react, right? They're fighting each other to fucking get at him. Yeah, and what would high school girls generally do? Be catty at each other. What would high school kids in general be do do in that situation? I think kind of framing the whole thing loosely in this um, National Geographic look at wild animals is a very appropriate yeah. framing device for any high school because yep. they're little fucking animals, man. High schoolers. When you're in high school, parts of your brain have developed up to a certain level. But other parts of your brain that control those other parts of your brains have not. not so you're just little feral little shits when you're in high school. I was. Y'all were. We all were. Fuck high school. I fuck was... high schoolers. I mean, don't fuck them, but fuck no, them. No, yeah, kid. don't do not fuck high schoolers. Please, dear God, do not fuck high schoolers. I mean, saying the fuck the kids. I'm saying fuck the kids. <laughs> I ain't saying fuck the kids. I'm saying fuck them kids. So. I don't know. I feel like, since you summed it up so succinctly, I feel like the movie seems a little shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this movie less and less when we talk about it. Like, I feel like the, the, the National Geographic look at it kind of like sets you up to miss the point that because you know that paints the, the plastic chicks as like the bad ones and stuff, right? And and we're the outsiders over here, the the goth kids looking in at them. We're the good kids. We're kind of sets you up to because we're sets not you up to them. Sets you up to miss the point perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but y'all never gonna guess what chat voted for on this shit. Oh, what did chat vote for? Oceans eight in a blowout. They not, really. Though. They don't like Mean Girls. Really. Oh, with you Wow. Huh. We chose this for chat. <laughs> really. <clears throat> that is weird. Yeah. Interesting. Oceans eight is a feast for the eyes. I got it. I gotta say that. Yeah. It's there's. Yeah. You know, like I said, they probably they they had a whole budget laid out. Just to make what's your name's boobs look like that, um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah. 
Like that was a not. They probably spent more on making her boobs like look like that that than they did on the whole props department. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twitch is over here trying to censor people. I was about to say. Allow that. Yep, yep, definitely allow that one. <laughs> yeah, that a boner? What the hell, Twitch? Get out of here, Twitch. They even have a this thing on the emojis with the bi flag. Right. Anything else to say about Mean Girls or Ocean's Eight before we uh, vote this up? No, I mean, all right. Yeah, I know what I'm voting for just because, like, I don't know. Ocean's Eight just didn't do it for me. I think Ocean's yeah. Eight was fine. <laughs> it was a fine movie. It. <laughs> no, we just had a discussion earlier off camera about the the various fines of of the of connotations tweet. of fine. Yeah, fine. He's he's got a bunch fine. of different. He's got a bunch of them, and they all mean different things. And... I'm just fine. <laughs> just fine. So, um, let's take a vote here. So we know what chat's voting for. They pulled a fast one on us. Yeah, what the and, hell? Um, oh, my pen walked away, so I'm doing this in my brain. That's fine. Yeah, brain, uh, Ocean's Eight's a lot more fun to look at, but it just—it's so flat. I would the, vote the, for the Ocean's Eight over so other things. Oh yeah, on this list, but yeah, Mean Girls is, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, just a cinematic masterpiece. So it's just so. There's only one other movie that I think. It contends in my brain. It is so much better. It it is. I forgot one good thing so about me. Better played. Like what? Yeah, Tim Meadows as the principal, as like yeah. school just goes to shit. Like they pretty much terrorize this school and cause all kind of chaos, right? And then there's the scene at the assembly where he's like just on the edge of sanity. Trying to like straighten these girls out, and the poor bastard, he's got his tank top. He's got, he's down to like a tank top. I don't know. It, it just had like, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Tim Meadows killed it. Yeah, Tim Meadows' character was. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Tim Meadows. I had to look him up. I was like, wait, I know that name. Yeah, he's not to be confused with the. He's the lady man. man. He does look <laughs> Don Cheadle a lot, so. Oh, uh, mixed up. It's true. He's, he's not Don Cheadle. American Don Cheadle. High five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys ready to vote? Oh yeah. I think I'm going. I gotta go. Mean Girls on this one. Oh yeah, Mean Girls. I'm gonna go Mean Girls, even though for some reason I'm feeling like we just let all the steam out of Mean Girls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but Ocean's Eight. Watch it again. Mess. The steam will be there. No, we just that movie just deflated like Anne Hathaway's boobs after after they cut. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. There's a lot of missed opportunities in Ocean's Eight, right? Like, why did they should have had like the old one? It just felt flat and dead, and fucking the 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 humor just didn't hit it. It was a convoluted storyline. It was fun to look at, though. 
Yeah, it looks like the whole panel is going Mean Girls and chat. I mean, Ocean's 8 is getting the nod from chat. Making it looks 20 like to it. 5 for Mean Girls. Hey, I've, I've been the only vote on the board before, so. Hey, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that, though. <laughs> Don't feel bad, chat. Yeah, and we got there is still a loser's bracket. We got a shorter bracket this time, but we are going to go back and and give everybody a shot at redemption. I was about to say, you never know. She might come back. Yeah. So, um, moving into round two. We are moving into round number two. Looking at heat number three. And we've got... <laughs> it's the Battle of the Worlds. <laughs> the War of the Worlds. We've got Ghost World versus Spice World. Two very very different flicks oh very yeah different. the girl in ghost world be roasting those all five of those spice girls <laughs> yeah. have some mean girl shit to say Speaking about the spice girls mean girl oh my god mean god girl we're about to angry <laughs> mean girl i'm about to kill an hour talking about this movie we alone. went from plural mean girls to singular mean girl <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very know. mean girl so let's take a look at this trailer for ghost world 2001 <laughs> so ghost world what a fucking flick talk about movies that make you uncomfortable this is an uncomfortable movie mm-hmm. and that's kind of the point of the movie this is one of those movies that this is a movie about edgelords that is kind of edgelordy in itself. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that you can't really tell if they're promoting or demoting. Yeah, is this a cautionary tale? Behavior? Or is this a promotional tale? Yeah, no, it's 100% you. cautionary. When I watched it, like this movie just reminds me of myself and everybody I knew in high school. Because oh, God, literally yeah. everyone I knew just aspired to act like Edgy McEdge Lord Edge. How edge can you get? Just like, oh, let's just do something stupid. Wouldn't that be cool? And like yeah. everything I... Aren't we so much better than everybody? Yeah. I have one note for this movie. Yeah. It's kind of dry. Yeah. Thora Birch plays a good, self-destructive, bridge-burning, fresh-out-of-high-school girl who tries to drag her best friend, Scarlett Johansson, down with her. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is Scarlett Johansson's first movie. I want to say. Like, first major motion picture. I mean, she And is Thora Birch's last. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. she acted after this, but she took a break. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, she's not handsome. She's in that oh, killer Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, well, that was <laughs> before this movie, so was it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> she made a scoff. lot of shit movies. So big fat scoff. But she's great in this movie. I thought she did play this movie almost too well, like yeah. playing a little a shitlord little girl. Yeah. Like everybody knows somebody like this, or has okay. met somebody just like this character. She brings it to life. Uh, the um, stupid shit they say t- to just be edgy is perfect. Yeah, judgmental Daria types. 
exactly apple cart. Yeah, it's Daria. It's real it's life Daria. Daria. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I always thought said that like this is like a okay. live action okay. Daria kind of. Anybody that went to sale was around like forty of them at a time. Yep. Yeah, that's why they sequestered them all there together because they were dragging everybody else down. Just like in this movie, she drags every other character she meets down. That's why my theory is she fucking kills herself at the end after she realizes this. That's my theory. The, the bus the, metaphor. The yes. She offs yeah. her fucking self because she realizes she's a shitlord and everything she touches turns to shit. Well, she burned all of her bridges, like actively oh. burned them on purpose. And it, it wasn't like everything. she in it. It wasn't because it, it kind of reminded me of the message of Bridesmaids, how she ends up yeah. creating a lot of these problems for herself or at least exacerbating the problems. And this movie, she intentionally sets fire to all of her opportunities because she's too cool for them. Like, yeah. I feel like she does to almost to all but one opportunity, but she just like botches the last opportunity. Like I feel like she's genuine. She's like super hipster, right? So she latches onto this Seymour guy, and I feel like yeah. at some point she's gen- genuinely interested with him, right? Yeah. But then when he, like, like, but she's too insecure to like actually make a play for him, and he's and a fucking adult is not gonna associate with this eighteen year old. He's like a right? forty year old like man. Yeah. Until she, until later. What, Argo? She is a sexually frustrated teenager, and when she finally gets laid, she's laying there having that like regret <laughs> immediately. Like, like as soon as she gets her rocks off, she's like, "Oh wait, what the fuck did I just do?" I yeah, and that's that shit's a bitch. It's frustrating. It's frustrating as hell, like for this character because, like at first, I was uncomfortable because I thought uh, Seymour is going to take advantage of these young girls. And then I was uncomfortable because I thought this young girl is going to make a play for this inappropriately aged man. Yeah. Right? It turns out she ta- she takes advantage of him. <laughs> and then eventually she does, right? Like through a long like uh, roundabout yeah. way. Uh, but and then she when he finally goes for her, she fucking is like, nope, 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 right the fuck out. And I'm like, what? What? And it just goes yeah. to show that like everything she touches turns to shit because she's a fucking shitlord. The, yeah. the first time I watched this movie, um, I, I, I didn't care for it much. Um, I mean, this week. Uh, didn't care for it much. But then the second time I watched it earlier today, um, I more appreciated the acting that went into making me not like it the first time. Yeah. See, that's the that was my thing. Is like when I first watched it, I was like, "Fuck, I did not like this movie." But yeah, then the cool. more I thought about it, and the the more I sat on it, up more I was like, "Okay, the whole point was to make me uncomfortable." Exactly. Yeah. If, if a movie makes you feel any way but bored, that's weird. good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was when... there, it, the movie was supposed to make you. F- Go. Yes. Oh, I don't when like I started this. watching this movie, I was feeling it some kind of way and was like, all right, whatever. But about three quarters of the way in, I realized that I'm experiencing feelings that this movie is doing on purpose. Yeah. And I was like, yes. oh, okay, just sit down and yeah. shut up, strap in for the ride and watch the yeah. fucking movie. Uh-huh. You know, it's a roller coaster. You know, yeah. I, we watch movies together and we watch them for the show. So I've got my critical eye on when I'm watching these movies. You know, I'm not just like laid yeah. up, you know, letting them happen. I'm like looking at them to see what's going on. So I'm real quick to judge sometimes. 
So he plays that little cunt so well. Oh my god, she <laughs> nails that character's fucking. I mean, dead on. And I got you. Got to feel for the Scarlett Johansson character because at the beginning of the movie, she's just going along with her. But as the you know as the movie goes on, by the end, she's like, dude, like. That shit was cool in high school. And we had nothing better to do, but now life is happening to me, and I don't have time to be a fucking little cunt like that. You know, like I got bills yeah. to pay. I'm trying to get a house. You know, I'm trying to get a place. Yada yada. Yeah. Trying to get an um, apartment to rent. She was is, supposed to be moving in with her to help yeah. rent the apartment, and then she—that's she, the first thing she fucks up. Yeah, uh, and then she gets the uh, art school opportunity. When, yep. And that sort of gets ripped out from beneath there, but, but that's only because she was such an edge lord. She stole someone yes. else's art yeah. and, and well, portrayed this reason, hugely, well, it's a hugely it racist advertisement for yeah. a, it was a hugely racist, uh, yeah, advertisement yeah, he, for a, but it wasn't even her art. That she they took someone else's art yeah, and presented it. Like, oh, I look, I found this, so yeah. it's mine. Yeah, she was only trying to one-up the other girl anyway. No, she no, wasn't no, even, no, like, no. really no, expressing both. herself. She made that shit up on the fly. Yeah. If you listen to what the art teacher says to her, the art teacher rewards his other girl for using controversial imagery, right? Yeah. And then she rewards her again for using found items or whatever, right? So Thora Birch yeah. puts two, to, two together, it's like... Boom, I found this thing. She really should have drawn her own rendition of it and turned it in, not just fucking find it and turn it in. That that part yeah. is kind of ridiculous, and the teacher should have rejected it on that. Absolutely. But uh, she was led to believe that was acceptable. Somebody else's piece. Straight yeah. up from what her teacher said to her, right? So yeah. yeah. And why would the teacher offer her this like spot in art school for Finding a fucking maybe ad. getting something right once. Let's assume that finding some art and presenting it as your own is fine, but she does it once. She gets it right once. This other girl is nailing it every step of the way, yeah. you know. And the uh, uh, the tampon and the teacup has become kind of a meme in its time since then. But yeah. honestly, uh, it it's, may or, it's an they all may right or may art. Not Art piece they may for... or not may not be saying that the teacher is kind of pushing the Thora Birch character, knowing that she could be doing something better, even I, though that I'm, art teacher is a weird know. fuck. No, yeah, they gave it to her only to rip it away. Weird. They they gave it to her only to rip it away, and it's, it's ripped away from her yeah. when she has nothing else. She's lost all her friends. Her last opportunity is ripped away, so she's got one thing left to do: take the bus. The old man yeah. took. To death. <laughs> oh, the old man. He was waiting oh, for the bus, and she comes by him yeah. time and time again. He, and he oh, finally gets man. on the bus. They have that scene yeah, the... when she's like, "What? Are you just gonna be here next time?" He's like, "You don't know. I might not be yeah, here. But... Yeah, I'm like, leaving." I don't think you know what you're talking about. Uh, I think the old man died finally because he's like got like dementia an and shit. Allegory. And I think her getting on the bus is her fucking dying uh, too. Is my guess. At the ending of this shit, dude, that's she's, heavy she's as fuck. I didn't think about it both, that way. At the yeah, end, she's, there she's they're both sitting on the park bench, and Scarlett Johansson's like holding her hand, and she's pretty concerned at that point. Yeah, and then when uh, Scarlett Johansson leaves, the bus finally comes, mm-hmm. and she gets. And she's the only one on the bus. Stuff. There's no one else on there. Yeah. Shit, dude. That's what yeah. it's got to yeah, be. It's, There's no other way you can interpret this that. movie's heavy as fuck. 
That movie's heavy. It's, it's a good movie. That makes the post credit scene even fucking funnier because the post credit scene is fucking what? hilarious. What is it? I didn't see I've it. I've never even seen that. There's a post credit scene. It. Okay. In the film, um, um, Steve Buscemi's character, when he figures out that the letter, uh, the phone calls from his letter in the, t- in the uh, newspaper was a joke, it was set up. And he busts in a convenience store and he confronts the kid working at the convenience store. And he's yelling at him. And mullet guy comes in with the nunchucks and chokes him out and kicks him out in the movie. Yeah. Where the post credit scene is a total just redo of that. But Steve Buscemi kicks both their asses and leaves. He's like, you want to fuck with me? You want to fuck with me? And like leaves. Hold on, I I pulled it up. Let's let's watch it. We don't normally do. The scene's other even scenes. more cringy. He's going to confront the boy that he thinks she actually likes the, uh, after the, he reads the, the diary, but doesn't read the whole thing. The Discord right yeah. now. Yeah, Jeremy. Do it again, Kayla. I dare you. What'd you say? Said the uh, stream thought on uh, the Discord down here. All right. Okay, it's back. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. A really strong drink. <laughs> All these hydrates in the chat. Not too funny now, Some of those gotta be for water, right? The comic relief of the movie. This fucking guy. I feel like in the actual scene, the, the manager comes out and kicks fucking Doug out again, even though. Yeah. He, yes. he assumes. Even yes. though he just. There's an alternate yeah. scene where. The there's an alternate scene where Buscemi kicks both of their asses. That's what that was. That's, that's, that's what, what we just watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. even paying attention. Uh, mm-hmm. No, and it's hilarious. Uh, like. Having just yeah. watched that movie and the tone that's set, and then you get that funny little alternate scene. Yeah, I don't know. So I think so, the movie is pretty great. Like actually, I went from like yeah. not liking it, watching it the first time, and like, eh, I might turn this off. Bro. Like, yeah. to like thinking about it. Like I was thinking yeah, about the, it the next day like, and shit. This is so fucking cringe. You know, but like but as I sat on, on it, I was like, yes. no. As I sat it on, I was like. It's it's supposed to make me feel uncomfortable and not like these characters on purpose. That's the point. What makes me cringe the most is how badly high schoolers, myself in high school, missed the point of the movie and just wanted to be like her and so many people I knew. Oh, man. Like I said earlier this week. I uh, dated that girl. Yeah, <laughs> but thinking about it now, do you see how it's kind of a, a cautionary tale? Like, oh, absolutely. With, with the ending it's, scene this way, especially with the yeah. bus allegory, I never thought about. That's that's heavy as fuck. Because that's something I was thinking about at the end when her world's like coming down around her after she set it all on fire, being too cool for it. Um, I was like, oof. Hope she doesn't. You know. It's, 
it's wild because she's got everything going for her, right? Like, her dad is not even trying to kick her out. Her dad is like, you can live here forever, but this bitch is moving in, right? Yeah, I'm like, getting married so shit to this is not woman I love. Bad. Shit is not even that bad for her, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. to her shit, shitty eyes, she sees it as the end of the world, I'm sure. And lost all her friends. And yeah, that was another one of the things you're supposed to go, what the fuck is wrong with this child? It's just like a, a great sum up of youth. And, uh, yeah. The, Teenagers they, are they, monsters. They craft yeah. the character so well, right? Because you see her like chasing trends and trying to be cool, right? And her like yeah. hipster tendencies. She loves all records. She dyes her hair green, but when she gets ridiculed for it, she dyes it straight fucking back. Like it yeah, just goes, goes right back. It's to a black. great representation of fucking yeah. childhood. The, the, yeah. the, the fucking uh, the scene in the, the record shop where, uh, Dude's talking about her fucking jacket and talking about how her cheap punk rock I fucking uh, persona and she's like, no, if you knew anything, you'd know this is a, a authentic 1970s punk outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. These fucking children. Yeah. So man, so all in all, good movie. Yeah. It makes you feel things. Mostly yeah. cringe. Uh, mostly mostly uncomfortable. Yeah. Makes you feel Steve bad. Buscemi was incredibly uncomfortable during the filming of that movie. I would think he would so. immediately yeah. go and change his clothes and like, Base. hey, kids. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, kids. kids. <laughs> Hello, fellow children. As soon as he do? went off set, he would like change his appearance because yeah. he just felt too uncomfortable as like the similar character. Shit. So the character is not even that much of a creep, but it's against uh, Spice World, you guys. Thoughts? It's against Spice World. Um, War oh. of the Worlds, like you said. What's, Spice World is silly and goofy and fun. A, I thought this was going to be an easier choice than it is. Yeah, honestly, yeah, because these are two totally different vibes. Totally different vibes. Completely different. This we got silly, and goofy, fun, and we got cringe, uncomfortable to eleven. But yeah. but it's got a lesson. To don't be a shitlord. <laughs> That's why I think Ghost World is the hands down winner. Like if they wrote if if they at least would have written a script for Spice World to make the characters not just be super cringe within themselves yeah. and seem really awful. Like like you were talking about that where they stretch their personas into characters in Spice yeah. World. It makes them look really bad. Because the only thing that Victoria talks about, Posh Spice talks about, is clothes. That's Even true. when they fall in the fucking Tams River and all their lives are in danger, she's pissed yep. that her fucking outfit is ruined. Yeah. What does that make her seem like? The hugest bitch ever? Yeah. Who thought this was cool? Again. They can only say stuff that goes along with their shit personas. It's so bad. One thing about Spice World I really loved there's a scene when their friend is giving birth and Victoria says, she's freaking out. She's like, slap me. And baby slaps her across the face. And at the end of the movie, when they're getting ready to film the movie, we just watched baby's like, you got to give me a scene where I slap Vic Victoria. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Chat is being too edgy for chat. That's the second time Twitch has been like, should we allow this message? 
Wait a We're second, publicly bro. traded, so we can't Wait allow a... anything untoward. Did you just say that uh, uh, fucking they, even the Spice Girls wanted to slap Posh? For, yeah. Like, not giving the same effort as everybody else? Yeah. They you set know up, what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, they set up that Baby uh-huh. like wanted to slap Posh and then gets to, but it's like inverted in time because the movie uh-huh. plays with... It's timey-wimey. So what, what did chat think about this, you guys? I'm pretty sure the uh, poll expired by now. Yeah, probably, I, I think it was, minutes. I think it was, um, tied. So, see, it is tied. Okay. Oh, they make it okay. hard for us. Huh. Well, I'm gonna vote Ghost Run. Let me get mine in easy, so I'm the fuck a tiebreaker here. Uh, I uh, you're wait, what'd you say, Justin? You're gonna Ghost Run? I'm gonna Ghost World, hundred percent. All right. All okay, right. Okay. My thing is. I enjoyed watching Spice World more. I think that there was more to Ghost World. Sure. Ghost World is cinema in the yeah. in the in the classic sense, you know, it's it's right. a movie with a point and it's made to be it's made to make you feel something. Right. It's made to be digested. Every scene and... advances that point. In this yeah. movie. Yeah. And well, Spice World is kind symbolism. of the diametric got, opposite you know? where it's like, none of that. We're having pure fun here. Like yeah. we're just ooh, ooh, acting and we're just acting funny. Fun. Gotta slow it down, baby. Mm. Gotta have some fun. Well. Mm. I'm just gonna sing till we everybody changed their votes to Spice World. That's right. <laughs> I mean if that works. Concert it out. I'll, I'll be I'll be posh, not dancing or caring at all over here. Just looking fucking be in my gang, my gang, my gang. You wanna be in my gang? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, man. maybe gangs are a joke in huh? England, but uh. Huh? Yeah, they know. got a song about being in a gang, and then their uh, "Spice Up Your Life" is super racist. Wait, what? Really? Whoa! No, yeah. Date yeah, a black girl. That, what are they saying? There's that yellow. I mean, uh, there's that scene. <laughs> there's that line. Where they're talking about the yellow man in Timbuktu and how he needs to get his shit together. That don't make no Ooh. goddamn sense. That's just Ooh. inaccurate. What are they what are you going for? I don't know where Timbuktu is. South Africa, bro. Deep. Yeah. Well, I don't think I mean, people can be any color they want around the world, but they apparently Spice Girls want. think they're yellow in Timbuktu. Mm. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> I don't like this conversation anymore. Okay. All, All right. right. So, what are you guys voting for? You guys got to vote. Now, those <laughs> movies make me uncomfortable. Ghost World yeah. makes you uncomfortable on purpose. <laughs> Spice World <laughs> makes you uncomfortable <laughs> on accident. Yeah. Of that baby. Oh, my. Who thought that was a good Lollipop. idea? Dun, 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 dun. Man. Uh,. Guys, the musical performances are the worst part of any sketch show, right? And this is like a, a sketch yeah. show based around musical performances. <laughs> yeah, and before the movie started, I was defending Spice World, saying they don't do a whole musical number. And then like five minutes into the they movie, do, they, like do, they do an entire musical number. Right. Yes. I mean, there's so. some musical bits, but they do like the entirety of... Uh... No, they stop the movie and they perform a song. Like yeah. at least five times yep. in this movie. Just, so 
they just stop for a minute. What did you guys think like, about? Did you guys laugh songs. at the scene in Italy, right, where they're like, "No, no, no, we don't want these greased up men out here." Right, and the <laughs> yeah. is like, "No, nah, we're gonna have them." So they compromise. He's got a roll of socks them, down there. They give them ashless chaps when they and they reveal it. That's yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> we, there was a compromise. Right. What is that? That's the compromise. <laughs> uh. Yes. So. Uh, unwrap yourselves from around my finger. And do y'all want to eat like some cotton candy? Or do y'all want to eat like a steak dinner? It's got broccoli on the side. It's kind of yucky, but comes with it. <sighs> what's what's for dinner, guys? I, I don't want to. Ar- Argo, what are you voting for? <laughs> You're gonna be a tiebreaker if you're not fucking careful. God damn it! So, don't vote last. What's the? Hold on. So we got some obstinate uh, panelists here. I'm gonna. Have to... <laughs> this is, you guys are holding up democracy. <laughs> <laughs> democracy. Is if you guys abstain now, then uh, uh, Spice- Ghost Road wins already. Um. Wow. We're okay. looking for votes. Shout them out, boys. <sighs> like listen, a little. Listen. Uh, it's so difficult. It's super difficult. An actual movie, or <laughs> a, a section of skits and scene. I swear, would have been better if they made it like every other band makes a movie, right? Where you take footage from concerts, right? Some footage from behind the scenes of the actual people, not their personas. Right, you place that together, right? You put some fucking other event footage in there. Could have been fine. Like Metallica figure. Yeah, you know what? It's not difficult at all. I'm going Spice World. Oh shit! All right. Just because of a personal feeling (laughs) that that movie gives me, uh, not even with the cringiness, just that character. And it's got that baby girl. spice in it. His, his, it uh, reminds you of someone too trough. damn much. Yeah, spice it just, World just reminds me of somebody that I just put that shit in the rear view mirror. Let's go, Spice World. <laughs> he said you don't want to look at that no more. <laughs> Ghost World makes you uncomfortable because you dated like nine girls like that, basically. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and you were like really about it when you were with them, and you're just cringing at yourself now. Okay. I no, I that. never paid attention to it while I was with them, really. Some toxic assholes. Okay. The Maybe that's you know why. Uh, so we're still tied, right. boys. So do not be the last to vote. Uh, um, I'm I'm gonna go Spice World because just because I enjoyed watching it more. Two to three. So, are we going to have to coin this? Spice was ahead three to two. Wait, no, it it was a tie from chat, right? So it should be tied. Um, well, then fuck it, one to two, then. Yeah. Um. No, no, no. Hang on. Are we counting a tie from chat as one for each, or what, or just zero? It effectively is the same thing. Well, because it's gonna no. be either, it's gonna be one to two or two to three. So 
So whatever, fucking vote. Just fucking vote. Let's move <laughs> on to the next fucking heat. I'm getting sick of this shit. <laughs> Y'all just, just mulling it over. All right. Put the kettle ah. on. La, 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 la. <laughs> I wish Madonna made a fucking movie. That would blow the shit. <laughs> so Madonna made a bunch of movies. She yeah, was she some of the movies on the list that are remaining. She was this in one of my favorite movies of all time, Four Rooms. I woke up first thing this morning to a, a notification of this redheaded motherfucker up here. This is the rhythm of the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That was... The rhythm of the night. <laughs> God damn it. I just got it on my head. We're off the fucking rails been... here, boys. <laughs> all right. We're listen, off the bracket, off the listen. I'm stuck in our heads listen. all what are we doing? day. I'm voting right now. God damn it. I'm voting Vote with your for, and I'm voting for one purpose. I'm I'm voting for this. What was Stoklasa say? You just well, want to ask you this for your vote. I'm what would Stoklasa say? Yes. I'm going to the coin. That's what Stoklasa would. That's what that's what Tweeklasa would say. I'm going to the fucking coin. Listen, it's going to be heads, ghost world, tails, spice world. Okay, heads, ghost. Right. Tail spice. Go to the coin. Right. It's tails. Spice World wins. All right. Spice Ooh. World wins. Now I'm gonna respect the coin and not pat the rest of the show. Watch as I do so. <laughs> do it. Do it. I don't know. Do after, after a bad start. <laughs> oh, I, I want to hear you, bitch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, by the coin flip, Spice World takes it, sending Ghost World to the loser's bracket. We will see you soon. <laughs> hey, drama sells. Drama sells. That's why you're here. That's you, why you Spice World won, because all the great drama in that. Are they going to drown you, in the towns? You allowed to say, you allowed to say fuck that coin. You allowed <laughs> the to heat in film heat is always present. It's true. You're not. You can you can say fuck the other panelists, but you cannot say fuck the coin. You can you <laughs> can feel the coin is absolutely yeah. you exactly. can feel that way. The coin is cold and uncaring to your wants and wishes. So oh, yeah. that's yeah. why we you trust. <laughs> you know, that's why you can feel like fuck that coin. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this movie. I love this movie. Oh, We're looking God. at our last edition of the night. Death becomes her. Let's go to this trailer. Boy. What? Mean Girls? Mean Girls, yeah. Oh, our is stream down here is going Both is, but we should be called Mean Girls, bro. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Who, who directed this? Zemeckis. Oh, Robert Zemeckis. Wow. The genius okay. in cinema. Robert Zemeckis directed Death okay. Becomes. Okay. Her. Um, that these motherfuckers got a good you don't know about all that. out of Bruce Willis. <laughs> like Yeah, this man. This movie is so much fucking fun. Uh I really enjoyed this one. I had seen it before, but not really, not all the way before this week. This is the first time I like really watched it, watched it the whole way through. And uh I don't know. I really, really dig this movie. I love it. I have loved this movie since I was like, I don't know, when did this movie come out? 
Because I don't know. 91. 91. 91. 92. 92. Same year as Love Bush number nine. I had this movie on VHS, and and I wore that motherfucker out as bad as my little brother did with fucking uh, Aladdin. Like, straight wore that goddamn tape apart. And Mechus is a genius. Dude, I love that fucking movie. And it, dude, I was so afraid that it wasn't going to hold up. Like, some of these movies that I remember loving just do not hold up. And this yeah. motherfucker holds up better than ever. Like, it is so good. It's so dark and dry and, like, kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, it's... It's a, it's, it's a movie about vanity and and wanting to hold on to the superficiality of uh of youthful vigor mhm and uh <laughs> it's got such a dark yet funny payoff you know Man. at the very end when the two women who are alive forever are attending the funeral of They're their... undead forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Undead yeah, getting forever. getting their last laugh. Yeah. <laughs> There's their, like, literally falling apart. Trying to put themselves back together with fucking Bondo and spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. At that point, at the very end there, they're more Bondo than spray paint. When They're more Bondo and spray paint than body left. <laughs> they fall down the stairs and just in, in life they were like uh actresses past their prime and they keep passing back and forth this man played by Bruce Willis who is a um kind of a wormy guy he was a like renowned plastic surgeon who yep. would keep people looking young well past their prime if you will Looking young, well past their prime. Let me put this whole fucking sentence in quotes here. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he sort of loses his touch. I think something happens to him, and he becomes instead of a plastic surgeon, he becomes a um, veteran, a mortician, a mortician. A mortician. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's a scene where like they're at like a funeral, and he had he had done uh, he had done up the body. And like the granddaughter, or whatever, is like, oh, she looks great. How'd you do it? And he's like, my secret, spray paint. Huh. Yeah, he goes on the whole spiel about how you have a hard time rubbing the the fucking makeup into the skin and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And he was standing in the spray paint aisle at one day, and it was just like, huh, I bet that I could just get this here tan number four. <laughs> I mean, when our movie opens, right, uh, Goldie Hawn's character is with Bruce Willis, right? And she, and we set up yep. that uh, Meryl Streep had taken several men from her in the past, even before, right? They're like, yeah. they've known yeah. each yeah. other, right? And they're at a performance, right? And Bruce Willis is smitten with the performance that Meryl Streep gives, right? And then from that, they cut straight, like, they're setting up all the insecurities that Goldie Hawn has, right? And they, like, cut straight to fucking the wedding between... Uh, uh, Bruce Willis dumps Goldie Hawn and marries fucking the shitty bitch that is 
that Meryl Streep plays, right? <laughs> yeah. And I guess it's meant. I guess it's meant to be uh, like I don't know an allegory for how bad she is to him that he becomes a renowned plastic surgeon to a mortician. I guess that's some kind of yeah. Because she treats him like shit the whole time, like you know, throughout the movie, okay. right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's another Mean Girls. Well, they they both they're, treat him like shit. That's that's the whole thing. To each other back and forth. And, he and yeah. is, he kind of sets himself up for it because he he won't stand up for himself. He's just smitten with these beautiful women, and they're just using him to stay young and beautiful forever in life as a plastic surgeon, which they pass off to the second half of the movie when they're both dead. And now they need a mortician to keep him looking alive and beautiful for the rest of forever, literally. That uh, makes more sense. Yeah. But... yeah. So yeah. They, they receive this offer from this mysterious rich lady who likes to be naked and yeah. they're like we're gonna sell you this potion that's gonna make you young and beautiful forever and they're like fuck yeah of course sign me up of course and at the end she's like oh but a warning and she's like now now a warning after i've drinking it take care of yourself you're gonna be in this body for a long time and i think it's kind of clever later on when they go back to this mansion uh, and they're at this big party where there's all these dead celebrities there hanging out because they hadn't yeah, like, really died. They've just disappeared yeah. from public life. To, yeah, Warhol uh, to, and Monroe and fucking uh, uh, Jim, uh, Morrison. Jim Morrison. Yeah. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Like all these dead celebrities who had taken the potion and just like, yeah. went to party forever in this mansion away from away from public eye because that was part of the shtick is that you can only be in public eye for so long before you yeah. had to die to the publicity yeah he got like 10 years or some shit yeah of like just perfect so that it's, it's 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 a fun bit of world building that that's held up throughout the movie and uh after they take the potion and she starts going they they both start going off um on our Bruce Willis character who flips out and pushes her down the stairs well 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 hang on before that right like while Meryl Streep is off pretty much taking the potion right Goldie Hawn works her way into the house to try to seduce Bruce Willis again and she yeah. gets him to agree to try to kill Meryl Streep that's right, right? You're gonna be we're, like, like, we're gonna off it. this bitch and that's gonna be that and we'll be together forever and he being like the cuck that he literally that he is in the movie goes yeah. along with it and yeah. um you know unwittingly but ends up un un accidentally pushing Meryl Streep down the <laughs> stairs accidental with the quotes there yeah <laughs> well he didn't set out. He didn't wake up that day to do that, but he did. No, I love that schlocky comedy yeah. of her, like slowly, help, help. help. slowly falling yeah. down the stairs. <laughs> help, you bastard! Yeah, she's like, help, help, help! Come on, you they fucker, do, grab me! They do that yeah. same thing <laughs> a couple <laughs> times. Uh, and the the effects were so good for the time. Her trying to, her walking around with her head on backwards. I love yeah. how oh, yeah. she would go to take off walking and the body would take off to go forward, but her head was backwards, so she was going the wrong direction. Argo did. Mm -hmm. This movie actually won an Academy Award that year for its 
visual effects, which were actually done by Industrial Light and Magic. Real. And this this would be the first time that CG skin on a live actor would be used. And then from this project, they would then shift to Jurassic Park. Wow. Okay. okay. Interesting. That's interesting. So there's a reason why that Academy Award happened. And also, Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> we're talking about a cinematic genius. He Dude, directed Forrest this... Gump. He wrote and directed All Back to the Future. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, Romancing the from... Stone. Yeah. See, there you go. Sucks. That's like <laughs> you can look on our girl. Cast away. Did my dog Robbie dirty? Cast away. Didn't he do uh, the Midnight Express? That fucking shitty animation one. Uncanny yeah, Valley he did City. the Polar Express. <laughs> right, Polar oh, Express. Yeah, the wolf, but so he's, yeah. he's oh, good friends so. with old Tom Hanks. Then I reckon. Yeah, nobody's perfect, huh? <laughs> nobody's <laughs> perfect. Zeki he's still a genius. Here. He's gonna right. wipe his tears with his hundred dollar bills. <laughs> Dude, right. the, the scene where they're fighting and she throws the broken fucking shovel handle at her and goes straight through the hole. Yes. Like, uh, no. yeah. Damn. yeah, that that, that scene a looked whole good. Bunch of stuff. All of that looked very good. The effects are very uh, good. Uh, I'm I'm not surprised they won an Oscar. I, uh, I wanted to point out a uh, a comparison uh, between uh, that I thought of while watching this movie. Right, like there's a scene with Meryl Streep's head spun around or whatever, and it looks great. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. it's good. Compared to a movie that we talked about recently that came out several years after this, Mars Attacks, which had extremely shitty body effects. Like yeah. putting Sarah Jessica Parker's head on that dog looked like ass. Like, <laughs> what the fuck I, were they trying to do? They didn't have bad, industrial though. light and magic. He I'm not trying, buying this. Look bad. He looked like ass. It, he, it, he was trying to make a bad movie when he made yeah. Mars Attacks. He had well, just made a movie. About the director of Plan Nine from Outer Space, and he wanted to have fun and make his own Plan Nine from Outer Space. If you don't know, Plan Nine from Outer Space is considered to be one of the worst movies ever made of all time. Period. It's it's loved and hated for being terrible. So after he made a movie about this guy, he wanted to make his own terrible movie, and that's what he did. So. You over here still yeah. doing complete with effects. complete with shit effects. I'm stating y'all, the y'all are facts. never gonna agree on that one, so just let stating it stating the facts. Here, there's context. Context just, matters. Just, All right, yeah. pair them. Just pair them. Yeah, no, the effects on Mars attacks were not yeah. supposed to be that good. Right. So great point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, All right, let me just say, you guys set me up for this movie to like not like this movie. You guys thought we're talking up fucking Meryl's performance, right? And Goldie Hawn's performance. Their performances were not that good, right? I'm not like it's not a stretch for me to believe two what beautiful women, know? two Aish. I'm not done. Two beautiful women uh, playing beautiful women that are bitchy is not that much of a stretch. However, uh, Bruce Willis playing the total cuck that he plays in this movie, and he plays pretty well. It's the best acting in this movie, hands down. Bruce Willis playing not Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce for Willis like once in like, his life. Bruce Willis agreeing to portray himself this way is like kind of blows my mind because he's like seemed like the most insecure man ever, right? Like I said earlier this week, it's probably because he was with two solid 
you know, old school Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golden actresses in Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. He was like, kind of the greenhorn on set step for this movie. Up. Yeah, or get yeah, left the fuck behind, and yeah. he was like the fourth choice for that role, so he really had to step the fuck up. Yep, and he did. He did. It might be his best performance. Like, and I, yeah, I love the one of for sure. He finally stands up to both of them, and it's like, you know what? Fuck both of you. Like, I'm done drinking. Yep. I'm done with y'all. I'm gonna go live my life. And then they cut to the funeral. I was thinking about my house, and it was till death do us part. And you know what? I fulfilled my end of the bargain. Yeah. (laughs) And they, they, at the end, they're at his funeral, and they're giving the eulogy, and they're talking about, like, all the awesome things he went off and did and lived his life and had a bunch of family and whatever. And these bitter bitches are still there just cackling and falling apart. Homeboy had six kids after the age of 50, yo. Hey. Six kids after 50. That's why he's doing all those movies. To pay for them fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> so this so, is against Mean Girls. Yeah, because... I was talking about Bruce Willis's character. Oh, that's right. Well, I uh... would leave it for Bruce Willis, too. <laughs> We got two, you know, movies about mean girls. <laughs> Not too different here. But which is the better movie? I mean, uh, I think they movies. I know what I'm voting for. I feel oh, like there man, might be yeah, a no. Uh, I feel like there might be a few more layers on mean. Death becomes her is mo- good. I agree with the premise a lot. Like, you know, don't don't be too uh, obsessed with being pretty on the outside. You got to be a person too. But. I think Mean Girls with this social commentary is just a little more advanced for me. And that's why I'm going to vote for Mean Girls on this one. Okay. Um, Argo, what are you voting for? Uh, that's tough. This is the this is right? the one this is the one matchup I uh thought was going to be hard. Hmm. Yeah, but this is these two movies up against anything else on that list. Easy. Wipe the board. Easy peasy. But these two together, yeah. hard as fuck. These two kind of exist outside the parameters of the rest of these. They are, these two are kind of a cut above the rest of them, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So, for me, I'm going with old DBH. Yep, yep. My vote because becomes just because of the things I just mentioned there with the industrial light of magic and the old school Hollywood actresses. Yeah, I love the acting. I like the writing. I like the they, they got a Bruce Willis performance that wasn't just Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. I mean, Mean Girls that, means more for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. No, Mean Girls yeah. has more of a message. Mean Girls is more of a a, a full movie, I guess. More, uh, yeah. yeah I, no, I quote Mean Girls, are... yeah, <laughs> every week 
every Wednesday. Yep. Dude, there was there was things in there. There was quotes in that show that I didn't even know were from that movie that I use semi regularly. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. Death becomes her does kind of seem like a Tales from the Crypt skit. Just yes, it's a little shallow out into a into a movie that doesn't make me like it any less. Right. Um, but I think I'm we've got our totals. I think that's going to be five for Mean Girls and 20 for Death Becomes Her. Not to besmirch Mean Girls. It's not a, that's not an indictment on Mean Girls. It's still a great oh, movie. That's coming back. Um, As a fucking undead zombie. <laughs> Give me your co- <laughs> cocaine. Water. <laughs> okay. I want my pink shirt back. Yeah, that's mean. I don't even care. What we got? All right. Up next, we're in the pink semifinals. Looks like we have to. Oh, okay, there it goes. <laughs> oh, and it's the Battle of the Sillies. It's going to be Spice World versus Death Becomes Her. Y'all ready to wrap this up? Yeah, yeah. It's not getting any easier, boys. Y'all stay frosty out there. That's the idea, though. It's supposed to get harder to choose. With less movies, there's there's less shitty movies to downvote, right? So (laughs) your favorite's gonna get axed. (laughs) It's hot around here. Stay frosty. Oh, you can't stay frosty. Get melty in film heat, boy. We're gonna melt you. All right. Take a look over Don't here. Don't worry, we got the spicy. Oh, we got we keep it spicy. We keep the whole world spicy. Spice world. Speaking of which, we got Spice World versus Death becomes her in our semi-final round. I could I could make this vote easy. Easy peasy lemon. What do you mean easy? Easy, easy peasy booty squeezy. Easy. Five minute poll. Five minutes. We yeah, got five fill minutes. Five minutes on this. To chew five on minutes, this. Turkish. All, All right, right, you guys. Which... Y'all trying me tonight. Y'all trying me. <laughs> I don't. Where are you going? Free I'm not. I'm not seeing the, the brilliance that is Death Becomes Her. Right? It's like the two women are extremely catty against each other. They just hate each other. They don't love the man. They don't love Bruce Willis. They just hate each other. So they're like deducing these women to just cattiness, right? Like, neither one of them, they both ugly inside, right? Like, I'm just not seeing the brilliance in that movie. So I I don't see no other way but to vote for Spice World on this, as much shit as I talked about it. Yeah, Poggers. Go Poggers, chat. Yeah, crazy. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right, what you got to say to that? Oh man, I'm, I'm a little bit. I, I mean, I saw where this was leading, but I'm still no less shocked. Um, are you? I, I, I assume you're leaning toward death becomes her. Yes, yes, I am. Very I much so. Leaning my ass, I have stepped over to death becomes her. You can place my vote already. <laughs> like. You just love the early uh, 
effects that are good. I just enjoy that movie a fucking lot. I, just, I didn't I find it very funny. I enjoy Spice Girls a lot too. Deathly um, Cancer made me anxious, to be honest. Like that movie made me feel un <laughs> like uh, it, 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 it made you feel something. It is a little bit uncomfortable. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and, not, and I that's think not amp- that is a as a, that's one huge part of why it feels like a um Tales from the Crypt short because it's so uncomfortable and weird and uncanny. And also because it's kind of a small story blown up into a feature. It is. Link. It's small and shallow. Like that bloody pool that fucking Cody Hong gets blasted into with a <laughs> shotgun. She flies 20 feet into it. <laughs> it's right. so good. So I good. mean, they did do it with the hole. Water drains out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Effects are fantastic. They're like, the facts are going to save this skit and make it a feature length movie. Those ladies are fine as hell in that movie, though, man. They're probably, right. They probably they probably awoken something in me when I was young and I watched that movie. That's probably why I got it for uh, ladies on the... That's why we love bit, elves. We love a little bit younger. Younger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah boy. Uh, oh, y'all, I done told y'all. I done told yeah. y'all. A little sag never hurt nobody. All right? Hey. right. I'm about it. Yeah, right. grab on to. <laughs> but... Send your grandma to bed. Eric's in town. Like your grandma. Like your grandma. Hide your mama, hide your grandmama. Eric out here. The boys are back in town. Better watch out, motherfucker. But I'm going to get I warned you, we're four white guys. We got we got four white guy opinions. So Yeah, we're primal. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even Even, know, bro. Even though there's no titties amongst all five of them girls, I'm going with Spice World. Like he said, he couldn't find one titty amongst the crew. I love the comedy writing of Spice World. It's got that very dry English humor that you'd find in those English sketch comedy shows, like Faulty Towers and Are You Being Served? You know that comes through in this movie, and I can appreciate that. So both these movies have a very sketch kind of feel in two Mm -hmm. very different kind of ways. Why is One sketch is, coming up so much tonight? That's crazy. That's, well, we got we sketches didn't plan that at we got all. mean mean people. Those are our two <laughs> like mean girls and sketchiness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because even uh Bridesmaids has a sketchy kind of feel to it because they're there's nothing but yes. sketchy and most yeah. of them are bad sketch. We did not hey, plan. Should, you know, sometimes the the bracket does that to us. It it, it inadvertently groups us up into uh mm-hmm. You know, kind of sometimes unexpected little bunches that way. We can't escape Bruce you Willis. Did. We can't escape Sandy Bullock. <laughs> the they just keep keeps coming us, back. They just keep us. coming back. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what? Specifically. you know what? We have found a few. Because of that, we have found a few good performances out of both of them. Hey. Yeah. And it's just because we're we're kind of a nostalgia group and our nostalgia is the 90s and you can't dig your hand to the 90s without pulling out some bruce and sandy i mean that's just the way it yeah. is yeah i do I, think that we're getting to the bottom of the barrel on our sandy content though no because we're not even trying to get it and we keep getting it well we had a whole sandy fucking night and we're still getting it so. <laughs> yeah 
All right, I don't Spice know if this is last time. This, if this affects World anybody's vote, but yeah, Spice World has taken the chat vote. So I love the I love the people. Doesn't affect mine. Yeah, no, I'm still. I just don't. What Death Becomes Her wasn't even funny. Is it funny that she's what? brutalized Where with the shovel? That's Where funny. Is, yes, that it's funny. Scene was it's funny that they're they bashing their head down in like. Their... And yes. back, and she's like, oh, All right, one of y'all. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what are you it's looking at me? I mean, it's good physical that, comedy. It's, that's that was funny. It's a little zany. It was fucking yeah. great. I love it. Uh -uh. It's, it's a little. It's dark. It's a little Avery. The henchmen's are named Bob, Dick, and Harry or whatever. That's funny. Yeah, yeah that's, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I don't think it's. I didn't laugh one time at that movie. That movie was not even comical, to be honest. It was like. More of and every like, time something she, happens, she, he's like, oh you boy. contrarian." That's all. Yeah, that's a good movie, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going DBH. <laughs> DBH, baby. Death becomes her. Yeah. Spice World is funnier than Death Becomes Her. They're not even going for comedy in Death Becomes. Her. It's what? funny because women are fighting. They're going, well, they're going for dark, like a dark comedy, yes. like like yes. you would find in a Tales from the Crypt episode, which a lot of those have that like. Twinge of humor it's, on their dark, spooky story. I'm a know? dark person. I worked this in a funeral home for a humor. year. Is actual dark humor and not somebody just being a fucking twat. They're both being twats and Death Becomes Her. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all they were being. There were one note characters. They literally had no other fucking motivations at all. What the fuck you call Spice World? Those were every bit one note characters. Yeah, but like, it was funny. But, but. In that you put two, it in so that's two, why it's here. What are you talking two, about? To review, to rebuke that. Guess what? The one note characters is the joke in Spice World. I mean, it is like it's the joke. Like they, yeah, they, 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 they have one. Yeah. Much like they made fucking Death Mars attacks become shitty. Therefore, my <laughs> criticism is uh, context is important. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> so let's vote. Chat time is up. We're voting now. I'm all voting right, Spice Chad has voted. All right. And uh, see, I swear to God, if Spice World takes this whole thing, I am going to. You're the reason Spice World is here. Shut up. I, what are you talking I, about? I, I'll go, yes, I, I might am. be part of the reason why this. Spice World is here. I'm about uh, to say he, he is. He, that was yeah. Jer we Jeremy. we put that in for Jeremy. We know this. Spice guy. Girls fandom is kind of a small part of my personality. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like all you got to do is sing a little bit of a Spice Girl song, and this dude. No, just... we unironically watched it. He had friends over to watch the fuckers this movie at a sleepover, yeah. and that was one of the best nights of my life. Legit, as like yeah. a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justin, friends would come out. over. Yeah. If you out there, shout out Justin, Chris. Shout out Freddie Bellinger out there in the world doing their things. My childhood friends from. We were all Navy brats. We went our separate ways many, many, many years ago, but they're out there in the world. Um, so, we, so we know what, what the upper floors are voting. It's up to you, Jer. You know, honestly, I got to give it to my movie. I got to give it to my girls. I got to go with chat. I got to go with Justin. I got to go with Spice World. We're the people. We're the people. <laughs> Jeremy, for the people. So that is kind of decider. Vote with your heart. Vote with your heart. Ten points for death becomes her. Even 15. if that heart is just the the throbbing in your pants. Hey. 
It's, That's how you know you're alive. Still heartbeat. I got one vat of blood that got to run all these vessels. Yep. So they all get the same heartbeat. They all, all right. get the same heartbeat. <laughs> 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 Two become one. Two become one. The heart and the wiener must work together <laughs> and make the man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that, but okay, that's, that's, that's some the, problematic. That's shit the in message. There. We're not going to extrapolate that. Moving on, loser <laughs> bracket. Loser bracket. We're going speed round, boys and girls, and everybody oh, yes. else. We're going to strap it in. No polls, no polls, but you can still vote. Just. Just, just, just yell it out, basically. Tap in where you fit in. Vote into chat, and we will count it. Over here, we call that get in where you fit in. Get, get in, in where, where you, you fit, fit in. in. I'll fit in. Sorry. It's kind of rippy, right. but whatever. <laughs> Come on, man. Lose bracket hey, number one. Hey, words mean it's things. <laughs> We're going to. It's oh, mean, girls. mean girls. Mean girls. <laughs> Boys, behave yourselves. Mean girls. Mean Girls versus Bridesmaids. Mean Girls. That's mean, that's mean Girls right there. That's Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, two, oh, yeah. three, four. One, that's Mean Girls in chat. One in mean Girls. Chat. Mean Girls in chat. How many do we got? Five. Two Mean Girls in oh, chat. We got two Mean Girls. Six nothing. That's going to be a send right there. That's a blowout. That's yep, a blowout. Send it. Sending it. Mean Girls blows away Bridesmaids. Up next, we've got. Ghost World versus Ocean's Eight. That's easy. I'm going Ghost World for sure. Ghost World for sure. Ghost World for sure. Three Ghost Worlds. Easy. Oceans. Whoa! We got a dissenter in the panel. Uh, he's got to. He just loves throwing the, he just loves throwing the numbers. <laughs> Bridesmaid. Now. Wait, who's what the in now? Oceans. <laughs> We're not going to let me uh, know. We got, we got another Oceans in the Come chat. chat. Y'all voted for this earlier. Bring it back. Oceans. Mm. Ghost World. We, 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 to we told them better. Chat knows good movies, all right? We got a Ghost World and an Ocean. They're not going to be talked out of their heart. It's okay. Gotta uh, listen to your heart. <laughs> That's a good song. I had Ain't to vote against it. Oh, we just another Almost there. Wow. Uh, so, how many? Wait, hang so we, got that? Three oh. we got three. Almost there. Not quite. Got another there. Oceans. Oh, no coin. No, no coin here. Uh oh! So I think that's everybody. Wait, did, Wait. did Fairy already vote? Chips. Oh, is that a tie for Fairy? Oh, oh we're, well, we're gonna tie it up. What? <laughs> On the losing bracket, Ghost World is objectively coin. better than Ocean's Eight. Oh, Come on, y'all! Y'all just <laughs> coin it. Y'all just being disruptors. It's gonna make it easier. Coin for in five, four, three, two. Send it to the coin. Going to the coin. You asked for this chat. You did this. All right. <laughs> well, this is your fault, chat. <laughs> We're going to go heads, ghost world, tails, oceans eight. Well, the last one was tails, so. Here we go. Let's see what the algorithm says. It's heads. It's ghost world. For the win, the yes, coin man. has spoken. Yeah, refresh that page before you hit that button next time. Whoa. <laughs> it's 50 50. Am I going to have to get a physical coin to flip it? 
I will. Yeah, that would be great. Let's get a big one. Let's get, let's get somebody to 3D print us a big coin. Oh, we do need a big film heat coin. Oh, yeah. shit, that's a good idea. 3D printers in the world, listen. Yeah. Dedicated little table shot so we can flip that sucker. That's right. I will right pay you. Box. Right into the light box. I will box. pay you. We're going to throw that out in the world. We're going to, yeah, we're going to look into that for sure. But for now, losers bracket round two, we're looking at Mean Girls versus Ghost World. Mean Girls, easy. It's a toughie. Who? It's a toughie. Who? Who? Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Easy. We got two. Toughy hell. Go. I'm going to go Ghost World. It's <laughs> mean, girls. mean Girls is going to run away with this one. Justin, did you say Ghost World? Yeah, I'm going to go Ghost World on this. I'm going to go Ghost World as well. Mean Girls mean is girls a little one, uh, two, basic. Three Mean Girls in the chat. So that's going to be girls a total of five. Everybody voted for Mean Girls is basic too. <laughs> that's fine. Ghost, I'll be Ghost basic. World. Hey, Ghost World at is least a, I'm not a cynic, I guess. It's a, it's a, you know what? That's all right. Mean King girls, Brothers are going to stand girls. alone mean on girls. Ghost World. That's cool. All right. Get that shit out of here. All right, Ghost World. Get out of here. Nice knowing you. You're you're a pretty good movie, but you've been voted down. Mm-hmm. Next up. We're back to Mean Girls versus, uh, versus Death Becomes Her. Split this one. <laughs> oh, shit. Death becomes her versus Mean Girls again. We've mean Girls. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna change girls. mine again. That I'm gonna change mine this time and go Mean Girls. One Mean Girls in chat. Two Mean Girls. Another Mean Girls. Just 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 mean, because mean of the girls. fact that like Tina Fey. Yeah. Wrote no, that uh, shit. Justin, did I'm going Death Becomes Her. Y'all are not wrong. It is kind of a a, a skitty, you know, stretched out, fucking. I love the movie. None less. No less. All right. Mm-hmm, but. but Mean Girls has better writing. It has it's better. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fleshed. Death Becomes Her is better yeah. cinema. Mean Girls is better message. Yes. Yes. Justin, which way are you voting? I'm going to go Mean Girls. Okay. Because I didn't see much at all in Becomes Her. Like, I agree with the premise, but. Mm. Three to five. I mean, I love Death Becomes Her. Like a lot. Fucking I've I've probably made more noise about that movie than anyone here. <laughs> but yeah. No, it's a listen to you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and send it. Listen to you. Ah. All right. That's yeah, mean girls taking mean that girls. one. Mean girls taking that one. Five to three. I'm surprised. Sent. Wow. We got two for death, two for mean girls in chat, looks like. All right, let's say Mean Girls is the one coming back, rising from the ashes, rising from the flames into the finals to compete against Spice World. All right, five-minute poll. Get your votes in. Get your votes in. We got a poll this time, chat, where this is our final vote of the evening, our main event of the evening this is insane spice world versus mean girls all right so who saw these two movies in the in the finals to, tonight not me in the finals. actually no. this this uh 
Spice World I just saw for the first time and Mean Girls I rewatched for the first time in a long time and first time that I actually really paid attention. Mm. And and mm. I suddenly got so many memes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Get in, loser. We're going voting. It's, it's <laughs> in the zeitgeist. Uh, mean Girls is thick out there. Yeah, it is. Um, well, a lot of millennials like grew up watching that movie as a teenager. You know, it, it was two thousand four, I want to say. So, yeah. if you're thirty something, you know, you watched that in high school. That movie was targeted at you, and you know what? It holds up. You know, I I, I think it it's it, the message yeah. still no, stands it totally strong. Does. It's a still very entertaining movie. All these years, nearly twenty years later. Yeah, no, I was totally like, okay, let's watch this fucking high school Eight. girl movie. Holy shit, has it been 18 years since 2004? 18 years, holy shit. All right. Fucking God. Why, we had a great yeah. night. Bro. So far. Why are <laughs> y'all trying to bring me We're down? We're all having fun. We're <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> 40 I am. Do, you, do you know how close to 40 I am? Uh, I've, got so, hit 40. I've, I've got so little time. It's just like all those memes going around. We're just like... So and so from the '90s was closer to the moon landing than it was to today. Just like, ugh, I need to stop. <laughs> What's yeah, the most recent one I heard? Quit. You need to leave me alone. Um, I, the Simpsons one is the most recent one I saw. The uh, uh, what was the other one? I don't remember. I can't remember. Oh fuck! It was it was a whatever. Yeah. It was actor A is now the same age as B was when they both were in this movie. <laughs> hmm. But I uh, can't remember. Either way, we are old. That's coming for tough. all of us. This is nineties versus it's like one of the, the reasons we do all these like nostalgia stacked fucking yeah. movie lists. <laughs> I'm more nostalgic for the nineties. We though. are slobbing that nostalgia boner so hard. Give me some before, help, me. Unreal? help me out here. Tell me where your vote was. Hmm. He probably voted for Spice World a bit. Yeah. Oh four, yeah. I graduated or would have graduated in oh five. <laughs> if I hadn't, yeah, if you hadn't seen Wonder my potential, bro. bro. I graduated in oh two. Well, it was uh. Not your standard graduation, choice. but still. Easy Argo's choice. Gonna, Argo's going for Mean Girls. Oh yeah, Mean Girls. Mean Girls, definitely. On this one, all the way. Okay, like it's funny, and it has a cohesive story, which is already, on paper, makes it better than Spice World. Oh yeah. But not every equation can be worked out on paper. Listen, mm. there's no equation... For love. <laughs> That's the fifth element, bro. That's the fifth element. You can't account for that. You can't you can't math that, all right? That's like, that doesn't math. That's that's uh, when mean girls means more. When yeah, your heart nice world. and your wiener confer and agree. That's oh, love. That, you might that's true love. One? That's that's okay, let's true not talk love. About Let's not talk about wieners and mean girls at the same time, guys. I'm not. I'm talking about wieners in my heart. Yeah. 
Arc wieners. Okay, okay. I was thinking Spice World, right? But it might be bad or considered patronizing and be like, this is the best girl movie. Best world. I think Mean Girls might be better king. Mean Girls means better more. From... Mean Girls is a just better movie and story. But they had the aliens, you guys. Come on now. Forget about the it, aliens. The aliens scene. was fun. Don't get me wrong. Spice World Spirit coming Halloween. in second place is fantastic. Mean Girls. You're just not wrong. Monster says is I. better. All right. Chat has voted in voted in a big way. Overwhelmingly. Hi, Monster. He's so cute. Uh, overwhelmingly votes for it's Mean lovely. Girls. And I can't blame him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Chat has a big heart and big wiener energy. <laughs> so, you can't go wrong with chat. Yeah. I guess I'll go with chat in our room. There's a song I like on the radio, Big Wiener Energy. <laughs> it's good. It uses the beat from Mariah Carey song. <laughs> which makes it even better. I think it's funny that a lot of uh a lot of samples are on their like third generation of sample. Oh like, yeah. Things that were sampled. It's it's that, way more than that, bro. There's nothing new. Songs. Nothing new. Seventies songs that were sampled that you, in the that 80s you know. that got resampled in the nineties that are resampling now. You know, the last I mean? original idea was when we came up with this show. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. It's a spicy take. Hot take. Spicy. We did it first, wow. y'all. If anybody says otherwise, they're liars. Tell call them liars to their face. I can't think Where? of any contrarian points to vote. Honestly. For Argo had the nail on the head. Like, Spice World is great, and I love it so much. And it would make a phenomenal number two on the list. Um, Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be a full sin for Mean Girls. Any, yeah. is, is everybody going Mean Girls? Yep. Yeah, I think everybody is. Yep. Chat, I'm you my brain, swayed bro. my heart. 25 points to nothing. Sending Mean Girls to the winners' uh, table. Where, where do winners go? To the winners' podium. That's it. To the gold Winter place. Circle. They go to college. They go. They go to they the go winner's to, circle. They go to uh, not Jupiter. What's the other one? Uh, they get more stupider. Boys go to. To get no, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Girls, where do girls go? Uh, Venus. Bars. Penis. Oh, candy bars. Nope. It's Venus and penis. No, not, that wasn't the... It's also called the podium, the thing that they stand on. Yeah. So what's that? Mean Girls number one. Mean Girls number one with five to one. Spice World number two. Three to Rest one. Uh, Death Becomes Her comes in third. But uh, one, one to two. Wow, really? They lost twice? Oh, okay. That fits. Yeah. That tracks. <laughs> uh, followed by Ghost World, number four. Piece one to two. Followed by Bridesmaids. Followed by Ocean's Eight. 
yeah, I think that shakes out pretty much perfectly, honestly. I'm really not mad yep. at this ranking. Yep. No, that's uh that's about it. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, we could probably move a couple things. I kind of feel like I like Death Becomes or more than Spice World. It's just me. So for I, me it would be Honestly mean Girls, Death Becomes or like those two to me are about the same. More wins. Then it goes I, down to Spice Girls. I and, might put or then Ghost it goes World above World Death Becomes World. or I don't know. I win, but nah, no way. Yeah, to me, Mean Girls and Death Becomes are are pretty fucking close. That's Um, why I love that we do this show is we we boil shit down because I didn't think of I couldn't put my thumb on it. But Death Becomes her really is a skit from Tales of the Crypt. And I'm glad you guys pointed that out. Yeah. And we got there. Yeah. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised. I wonder if Zemeckis actually did a. Because a lot of famous directors um, did a stint. Working anthologies. Yeah. Yeah, doing yeah anthologies here and there, especially Tales from the Crypt, because it's so prolific yeah. going on for so long. Oh, yeah. Um, no, there was a lot of famous directors that did, like, skits on fucking uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put to, put in a lot of little... Because, I mean, it was just... You, you, you get 10 minutes and then a commercial break, and that was the whole goddamn story. You know what I mean? So, uh, no. here's here's a good question that I want to pose. I don't. I think this is the first time we might not be unanimous on the Golden L for this week. Actually, I've looked it up, and he produced Tales from the Crypt Keeper, 1993 to 1994, <laughs> and then some sort of thing in 1995. Wow. So, for many... Years he was involved with Tales from the Crypt. Produced, well, so produced, but he's involved. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. Was, he was produced also Bordello of Blood, nice. House on Haunted Hill, Thirteen Ghosts, Ghost Ship, Max Schickman, Gothica, wow. House of Wax, and so on. Well, all right. Produced, produced. That, yeah. The pro- produce can be as vague as I own a company that gave a but- but- that loaned a buttload of money to the production. Right. Yeah. That's what produce can be. Similar so vibes. That's executive producer. A pro- a producer can mean nothing as like in- nothing more than I put my name on it. You know, like yeah. you get to, yeah, it's you my get to money. put my name in the credits. Yeah. I put money in. Yeah. I paid for so. this. Which producers kind of sometimes get to look at the director and be like, you know, this is my money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those different above the line positions, like producer, executive producer, line producer, those kind of things, they're all kind of wishy washy, and they can mean whatever the hell they want. Hollywood exactly. is a racket to move money around. Um, right. That's just the way uh, things go. It's not unique to Hollywood. It's any any business. The higher ups get super vague on what they do, which means yeah. they do nothing. Pretty much. And then they get to go on YouTube and talk about like, oh. You want to be rich? You got to work 80 to 100 hours a week, just like me, a millionaire. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, fuck rich people. Um, fuck them with a <laughs> fucking entire uh, movies are good, though. high-speed train. And, yeah. So, the Golden L. What are we thinking about the Golden L this week? Uh, the, bracket, the, the bracket has spoken. For me, the, the golden L is bridesmaids. To me, yeah, that I movie can't, is I can't, I can't in good conscience give the golden L 
to bridesmaids. Um, yeah, that's like saying, oh, girls ain't funny. Yeah, no, no. The bridesmaids had plenty good going for it. Ocean's 8 really didn't. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I think this is the first time that we're, uh, one of the first times, if not the first time, that we're not unanimous on the Golden I, What do you say, chat? Just, What's worse? I, What's worse? Chat. chat. Type it up. What do you think is the worst movie of the night? What do you, what's the what's the Bridesmaids big loser? or Oceans Eight? I yeah. personally roll my eyes and scoff uh, at Bridesmaids more than any know, other movie. I think I already know watched. what Chat thinks without even looking. Hmm. Bridesmaids. You think Chat thinks Bridesmaids? Well, that's what Eden Owl thinks, but. She's fucking biased, though, so... Got a bias. <laughs> I got a biased vote. Bias vote in the house. Woo-woo. No. You're legit. You didn't... Yeah. Bridesmaids is not good. Good. <sighs> it was not funny. I think yeah, it was plenty exactly. good. Bridesmaids depressed me for most good. of the movie. I didn't like it by the end. But yeah, like she was name. she was down bad. The character was down bad. Yeah. It, I <sighs> just don't think it's better than Ocean's 8, personally. I just don't. I mean, wait, sorry. I don't think it's worse <laughs> than Ocean's 8, personally. I, I, just don't. I do. <laughs> um, I, I mean, don't think way. it was worse than Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8 did nothing for me. It was bleh yes. all the way. <laughs> Ocean's 8 did nothing for me. Bridesmaids did negative for me. Okay? Uh, Ocean's uh, 8 was neutral uh, see, flat. We're, we're, we're just going to disagree on this. We got no golden L this week because Eric refuses to agree with me. <laughs> no, but they all, they're both at the bottom. We will draw the line at uh, the golden L line. All right, <laughs> so one gets a vertical gold, golden vertical line, and the other one gets a golden <laughs> horizontal well, line. They'll it's split L. the L. It's got both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I uh, mean, uh, one, we could two, take three, him to the four. coin again. You know uh, what I mean? We could send him to the coin. Okay. Coin for I the will, L. Will not argue coin on those at all. Like those two could literally be coin flip. All right. It doesn't matter unless you guys want to do a golden L list. In the future, so I is that what it. you guys are saying? I need it. I need we it. Should. We should. You close her. Gonna do right. you know, reasons on the word. Listen, at film right, edition. Hey, is the is, can y'all still see my screen? Is it still shared in the Discord? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna close this out. <laughs> I'm gonna chat, reopen yeah. it. Yeah. Read it. So we're doing this fair uh, now. All right. All right. Right. So as soon as I hit enter, it's gonna do it. So it's gonna be heads. No, Argo, call it. Uh, heads, uh, heads, heads, heads oceans eight. Heads, oceans eight. All right, heads, oceans eight. Here we go. Uh, it's tails. Bright space. Which means I lose. Wait. Bright <laughs> tails all three times this tonight. No matter Bright what happens. No, it was heads that one time. Yeah, we got oh, one heads head. the first time. Yeah, it oh, was. Okay. It's yeah. two. To I am one. incorrect. I am incorrect. But the coin has spoken. Bridesmaids gets the golden L. It's that's yeah. fine. Stinker whiff. The coin has spoken, and you know what? I I'm mean. not too pissed about it. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> it's um, the stinker whiff. 
It doesn't it matter unless we do it, unless we want to do a gold nail list. It matters in my heart. It matters to Argo, so it matters to me. Fucking uh, blended gets the golden nail tonight. How about that? <laughs> blended. You know what? Trainwreck gets the golden nail tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie. That movie disgraced the women everywhere. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that was a good. Yeah. How do you guys feel about six? How do you guys feel about six movies? You feel like I'm we had a little six. bit more leeway for for gabbing about it? Yeah. Maybe eight would be better, or I'm a long-winded motherfucker, so it's I guess six is fine. I mean, I like six. We're at three hours six <laughs> minutes right say, now. We so. did, cutting it from ten to six did not shorten the show any. So. Well, it did. It, it cut an hour. Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Yeah. 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 I guess it did. Yeah, it, it, and we, we got to talk about the movies but, it, just as much, if not more. I'm about know, to say we that, got much more expanded. More. Yeah, I think we talked and, about each one I, a lot more. I think the bracket gets a little less tired at the end when we're doing ten and we're talking about the same movie for like a fourth time in a row. It feels yep. a little bit repetitive, yeah. you know. So maybe yeah, that's like, a plus. Uh, Chat, let us know how you feel about six movies in the bracket versus ten. Um, does that that does that feel good on the whole? Does it <laughs> is it does that is, feel good on the whole? You was said. it satisfying? Did 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 we oh, did we finish uh, early? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I I started a job this week, so it's been a little bit of a stressful week for me. I'm adjusting to things. It's my first Friday on the new job, so I may have been dipping the sauce. A little more than I normally do Saucy. during the show. Yeah, work makes you do crazy Saucy. shit. So I'm a little silly. Alcoholism. I I may have said, Oof. I may have made some jokes that I'm going to cringe at later. I may have made a, a right ass of myself tonight. So I'm sorry. Uh, but I've had a great nah. time. This is nah, the most fun I've had ass- on a show in a while. I'm the biggest asshole on this show. Y'all have to worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, me not being the biggest asshole is is new territory for me. Yeah, you growing up over there. Look at right. you. Hey, man. We're getting there. We're growing as a show. We're growing as panel members. We're we, 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 we doing this. We're sticking with it. We're persevering. Yeah, so, hang with us, podcast listeners. We're going to have more podcasts for you coming. Oh, yeah. If you're a podcast listener, you may have noticed we did not have a show last week. That's because of me. As I said, I started this new job, this new day no job. It's, you know, dipping in my time and starting a new job takes a little bit more time than usual. So I've been kind of buckling down and focusing on the day job a little bit. So I haven't had time to edit the episode and upload the audio version. But it's coming. It's coming. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> I love the show, though. All the hot takes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Great show. Eden Al, thank you. Uh, we love y'all. We love y'all so much, chat. Y'all been here from from the beginning, and oh God, I love you guys. I really, do. don't forget check us out filmheatpodcast.com. dot com. Yeah, that's follow right. on Facebook. Facebook. Look out for Twitter. Mm-hmm. Look out for Instagram. Look out for TikTok. We gonna get on all that shit. We gonna Coming be doing on. it. I'm gonna invade your eyeballs. Angle. 
How are we feeling about next week, boys? We got an idea? Uh, have we even thought about that at all? What did we have on our list? I kind of like that road trip list. If we pick six of those, that'd be... Oh, boy, that road trip list is... It'd be hard to narrow it down. That's a steak can... dinner right there. We can post it. We can pick six of these and post it. What do y'all think? Yeah. Um, there's nothing. What are we? What are we? What we're looking at the beginning. The next show is going to be on. All right, wait, April second. So April. all right, we'll do Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, April second. Where's the road trip movies? Is it at the top? Top, top of the pen list. Yeah, it's the very top. Oh, man, those movies are fucking great. I don't know if I could yeah. pick four to take off. That might be tough. Might be tough. Uh, oh, man. April 2nd. April 2nd. Mm. Cult classics? What do you guys think about that? Uh, Five movies is another banger list. Five movies. Wait, cult classics? That? Hell yeah. Any of these is fucking... Actually, yes. yeah, we got a lot of good lists coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's a good so. one. The Cult Classics Volume 1. Fucking... Oh, man, Spy Comedies, bro. That's you know what, one. chat? We ain't going to tell you right now. Oh, we gotta it over. secret. Ooh. Follow the Facebook. Follow the Facebook. You'll know. Follow the Facebook. That's true. Our guys spoken. Discord. How about them Our guys spoken. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Chat. <laughs> so Incentive. Go follow us. Follow us on the social meds, as the kids might say. I don't know what kids say. Um, and we'll see <laughs> you on there. Fuck you, old man. Think about this. <laughs> all right. We have been Film Heat. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us, for voting with us, for helping us find the best. We'll see you all next week. We love you. Have a great night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Deuces, y'all.